And, and, and for me, you don't want to encounter adversity. You, you, you want to hope everything runs smoothly, but that's not life. Sports, nothing. You're going to encounter some bumps and roads, some mountains, some hills. You got to climb some things you got to go through. And when you get through it, you're always a better person because of it. I know that's right. Well, I'll tell you what. Kyler Murray has been experiencing a little bit of adversity. Since he's a Cardinal, dismisses the Instagram scrubbing. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break. And on the other side of this break, we're going to talk some Kyler Murray. Later on, we're going to discuss rumors to Miami. How does that work? He just came back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But some people are saying... 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Follow us on Twitter now at 1380 The Fan. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere and listen live at 1380TheFan.com. Fort Wayne Sports Station. The following is a special presentation of high school sports. Now it's time for the Indiana Physical Therapy High School Basketball Game of the Week on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Well, there are special days across the Hoosier State that bring synonymous with so many, and today is one of them. My partner today and I are kind of used to that ceremonial day at the end of the month of May over on the other side of town, but today, Hoosier hysteria comes to its completion. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis as we get set for the boys' IHSAA Class 2A Finals as Central Noble gets set to square off against Providence. Michael McIntyre, happy to be with you here in a somewhat cool and almost wintry-like day as we are in the early days of spring here in downtown Indianapolis. Justin Kenny joining me today to call today's game. And Justin, like I said, we look forward to the end of the month of May over on the other side of town, but there's nothing else like that final day of Indiana high school basketball. Absolutely, and it's been a great uh, day here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse already. The 1A game going in double overtime, and that has put us behind a little bit, but it has also created quite the environment we had here in the morning between the 1A and 2A crowds meshing together. Uh, a great environment this morning, and we'll see if uh, if Game 2 can live up to Game 1 here in just a couple minutes. It's amazing when you look at how basically that 1A game ended. If, for those of you that didn't get a chance to follow or see it, congratulations goes out to the North Davies Cougars. They were victorious in double overtime against Lafayette Central Catholic, and the Knights, unfortunately, kind of adding to the sting that the city of Lafayette and that area has experienced in the last 24 hours. But that game going double OT, North Davies He's coming up with a victory, 48-42. to 42. I saw Commissioner Hall Nighting with the IHSAA in between games, and I said, so that's the warm-up back. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? And he got his look at me, and he smiled. He said, he goes, what all about, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we'll see if this game two can live up to, uh, to to game one. And Central Noble coming in, and, and they've played tremendously well throughout the course of the season, but especially in their playoff run, beating the likes of Eastside and Blackhawk Christian and last week Carol Flora. And in terms of the, uh, the Giants, they have Slade to get here on paper, you would say, how does Providence match up? But as we know, and as you mentioned, you know, as, as recently as last night with Purdue and St. Mar- and St. Peter's, we can't count out a team based on what's on paper. Indeed, that's indeed the case. But if you look at Central Noble, the, the resume is impressive to get here. They come into today's game with the best in-state margin with a 21.47 victory margin. That's going to be big for them today. They defeated three ranked teams on the road in the tourney in the likes of their rival Eastside. We'll get more into that in just a second. But they also took down number four Blackhawk and number six Carroll. And their only loss 
losses on the year of the only two were the one of the games against Eastside, the other one against Southside. So they definitely have had kind of the fun road to get to the tournament. We talked about as far as Eastside goes, a lot of people were looking at that inside that sectional that whoever did win between Eastside and Central Noble, they were eventually going to get here regardless. But they split the regular season matchups, and then finally when it came to the tournament, Central Noble comes up victorious. If you're that Eastside team, do you watch today with a little bit of that woulda, coulda, shoulda chip on your shoulder? Yeah, definitely. You know, look at talking to Ed Bentley and knowing Ed Bentley, he is surely feeling that way. But we always felt in this 2A that the road to the state championship in the north went through Blackhawk Christian in that in that regional. And the way that Central Noble is able to knock off Blackhawk Christian, Connor Asijian has been as advertised here in the postseason. But he's also had some quarters and halves where he hasn't been on, on target uh, offensively. And that's where guys like Logan, Logan Gard and Ryan Schroeder have really stepped up. So while the centerpiece is, of course, Connor Asijian, that is the other side of you talk about these providence but they can these that not want to get up the score button here big teams game so providence wants to central noble wants to comfort zone contrast for the technical difficulties as the crowd continues to file in here to Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis as we await the start of today's IHSAA Boys 2A State Finals. Nice crowd has joined us here from both schools and actually just going to give you the forewarning. Michael McIntyre here with Justin Kenny. We're located right in front of the Central Noble fan and student section and right next to the Central Noble band. So in a lot of ways on this game, it's going to sound like a home game. Yeah, and the more the more cheering, the better if you're a Central Noble fan, if you hear it through through the airwaves here. So uh, a, a great environment here. It's kind of thinned out a little bit from that 1A game, but still great representation between 
Clarksville, Indiana, way down there on the uh, Ohio River and uh, the Albion area up there in Central Ohio. It's going to be a fun game for sure as both teams get their opening ceremonies introduced to the crowd. We'll go ahead and we'll take a look at the starting lineup in its own right for both teams. First with the Providence Pioneers. They're going to be the visiting team up on the scoreboard here today. They come in today with a record of 20 and 6 overall and their starting lineup is going to look like this. Starting at guard, a 5'11'' senior. He wears number 3. That's Cade Carver. Joining him up on the floor to start the game, a 6'3'' junior is Casey Kalen. It's going to be fun to see how they work out on the floor. Then you also have Tyler Simmons wearing number 13. He's a 5'11'' senior guard. Grant Williams wears number 21. He's a 6'4'' senior forward. And then rounding out the starting lineup is Max Beatty. He's a 6'1'' senior guard wearing number 23. They're coached by Ryan Miller, who's in his third season coaching the Providence Pioneers with an overall record of 50 and 22. For the Central Noble Cougars, big day for John Bodie in his sixth season at the helm of Central Noble. He comes in with today a record of 116 and 41. His lineup's going to look like this. Ryan Schroeder gets to start wearing number four. He's a six foot three inch senior forward. And then joining him on the floor, the man that a lot of people are talking about, he's going to go play in the frozen tundra up at Wisconsin next year for the Badgers. A six foot four inch senior guard wearing number 10 or is Connor Asijin. The remainder of the starting five for Central Noble is Jackson Andrews. He's a six foot one inch sophomore guard. Connor Lemon is a six foot junior guard wearing number 15. And rounding out the starting five is Logan Guard. He's a six foot seven inch senior center, which will pay dividends when this contest gets underway here in just a matter of moments. It's possibly Indiana's biggest day for basketball as far as the high schools go. Pretty much the lower bowl of this entire facility has kind of filled up for this contest. This is what Indiana basketball is all about. You got nice crowds for the morning game. You got a fantastic crowd here for the afternoon game. And then, like I said to, like I said earlier to Commissioner Paul Nigan, this is only the morning block. You still got two more games later tonight to have some fun with. Yeah, and the beauty of this 2A game, Michael, is uh, is when we look at this matchup, Central Noble making their first ever appearance in the state championship game. Providence making their first ever appearance in the state championship game. Both of these communities backing their teams in, in a unique environment that they're experiencing for the first time ever. It's definitely fun to see. And, you know, not that it's totally cliche. You had to watch Hoosiers last night as far as movie go, and it's even more, more even more appropriate because here at 2A, you still get that small town feel with some of the smaller schools, and here they get to play on the grandest stage of what's possibly the world's greatest basketball arena. Absolutely. And, you know, the key is how these teams start as we go through the Central Noble uh, starting lineup right now is, is how does Providence open this game? Do they zone? Do they man? Do they respect the, the scores of Central Noble? They man up and they try to be physical? Or do they zone? They try to take Logan Guard completely out of it in the post and force Central Noble to beat it from the outside. Providence lacks a pure big like Logan Guard. I think that's the key matchup when we look at this game is how does Providence match up against the big, physical, tough forward of Logan Guard. And by the same token, if you put all your efforts trying to take down Logan Guard, you're also then letting Connor Asijin be wide open on the outside. and He's proven time and time again that he can make shots. If Asijin gets hot early, Ryan Miller's going to have a hard time figuring out which one of those powerhouses to try to try to stop at that time. Yeah, that's what's so crucial with Providence is they need to play great defense. They need Central Notable to be off when they're shooting, and they need to keep this game as low 
low-scoring as possible. We talked about it a little bit in the pregame show. If you're Central Noble, you want this game to get to the 60s and 70s. If you're Providence, you're hoping it'll stay in the 50s and 40s and possibly even in the 30s. If it's anything like the morning game we saw where it was a defensive struggle on a game that ended in the high 40s. And keep that in mind, Justin, we talked about the game being in the 40s earlier. That game was in double OT. It was in the high 30s at the end of regulation. Yeah, it was. And, you know, for both those teams, that's where they wanted to play it for the game. If that, if, the, if we're in the 30s and 40s in the second half, that plays in Providence's favor. Both teams come onto the floor. Central Noble in their white and maroon numbers. Providence in their road blue uniforms outlined in white numbers. Crowd is coming to their feet. This is the most fun I've ever had calling basketball, that's for sure. It's going to be a fun day here in downtown Indianapolis. We thank you for joining us today. Lot of Gamers Fieldhouse, Michael McIntyre, Justin Kenny. Thanks for coming along. Let's have some fun for the next two hours. As the referee gets the signal from the scorer's table, there's the thumbs up. We await the whistle, and we are getting set to get underway. There it is. You can already see the size advantage for Central Noble, not just with Logan Guard, but across the board. Logan Guard will get the jump for Central Noble against Grant Williams for Providence. There's the opening tip, and we're underway in downtown Indianapolis. Jackson Andrews will control things off the tip. Across the timeline, he'll come. He'll go left side. Providence working in a man-to-man defense to start things off. Andrews looks for somewhere to go, dribbles it left side, loses control of the basketball, tosses it into the Providence bench. Ball goes out of bounds. The basketball will come to the direction for the first time today in the likes of Providence. If you're listening at home, Central Noble working from left to right on your radio dial. Providence will work from right to left here in the opening half of play. Ball gets inbounded. Andrews controls it top of the key. Dribbles it back between the circles. Looks for a bounce pass down low. Finds Schroeder. Schroeder hands it off to Connor Asijian. Asijian, deep shot. Shot no good off the right side of the iron. Rebound Providence. Up the floor. They'll come for the first time this afternoon. Carver controls it. Top of the key. Hand pass goes to Simmons. Simmons goes left side. Finds Beatty. Beatty, right side pass. Goes back to Kalen. Kalen looks for a man. Finds Beatty once again. Beatty looks for somebody, goes right side, goes to Kalen. Kalen dribble, spin move, gets crossed up, and about three different Central Noble defenders puts him a shot. And Casey Kalen draws first blood of the afternoon for Providence. And it's a 2-0 ball game here with 7.05 to go in the first quarter of play. Leading score for the Pioneers is Casey Kalen, the only guy averaging in double figures for Providence. 2-0 is our score. Just over a minute gone in this one. Other end of the floor, shot up, shot no good from Central Noble's Connor Lehman. Ball is going to go out of bounds as the battle for the rebound is continued. Ball goes out of bounds, and it's going to go in favor of the direction of Providence. You can already see in two possessions just the the aggressive man defense that Providence wants to play. They're going man. They don't want to go zone if they don't have to. Very slow tempo set by Providence as they come up the floor once again. Slowly across the timeline, clock rolling. Top of the key, Grant Williams has it. Williams goes left side to Beatty. Beatty looks for a pass back to Williams from just on the arc. Puts up a shot. They're going to roll with a three, and Grant Williams drains the first triple of the afternoon, and it's 5 to nothing. Providence with 6.27 to go here in the opening quarter. Across the timeline once again, trying to keep the pace up as best they can as Central Noble. There's a shot, and there's going to be the first shot made of the day as Ryan Schrader drains one from 13 feet on the right side. Yeah, the question for both of these teams in every game down here bank at uh, Gamebridge Fieldhouse is how are the sight lines? Can guy, guys acclimate themselves to shooting on this court? So far, so good for both teams. Unrelated, I'm happy I wasn't the first person today that almost called it by the wrong name. <laughs> I, just, I didn't say Conseco. I, I made the joke that was going to say Conseco or, or uh, Banker's Life today. At least you were the first one that did it, nonetheless. <laughs> 
nonetheless, that's a dollar in the jar. 5.53 to go here in the opening quarter. Down the floor, Providence works once again. Working around the top of the key. Holding it is Max Beatty once again. Beatty finds a man inside. Cave Carver kicks it out. Shot on the way. Shot no good from Grant Williams. Battle for the rebound. Beatty gets it back. Puts up the shot and draws the foul and three makes it. Well, that's a lack of a blockout by Central Noble. They had three guys in the post, and it was Jackson Andrews who didn't block out his guy and ended up being an offensive rebound on an and one. Central Noble could not allow those second-chance opportunities. Logan Gard getting hit with his first foul of the day, and the first free throws of the contest will come at the hands of Max Beatty. Sets his feet, shot is on the way, shot is good. And just like that, it is a 8-2 ball game here with 5.37 left to go here in the opening quarter of play. Central Noble trying to find some offense here to, as we enter the middle stages here of this opening stanza. Batting inside is Connor Lemon. Lemon puts up a shot. Shot no good. Second chance. Shot from about 12 feet is drained as Connor Asijian gets his first touch and shot of the night. He's got two on the scoreboard, and it's 8-4 to four in favor still of Providence with 15 to go here in the opening quarter. Other end of the floor. Providence back on it. Kalen dribbling inside. Strong move to the basket. Puts up a shot. Shot no good. Rebound Central Noble. Casey Kalen trying to take matters into his own hands on that play. Well, you can see Providence wants to be aggressive. They're attacking that Central Noble post defense. They'd love to get Logan Gard in foul trouble. There's a bad pass off the hands of Jackson Andrews, who was trying to find Logan Gard down low, but the pass gets picked off and brought back down the other end of the floor. Casey Kalen for a deep three. He'll knock it down for Providence. Casey Kalen with a big three has the Blue Faithful on their feet with 4.39 to go here first quarter, and it's an 11-4 ball game. Providence on top. A Asijin, dribble, jump shot from about 14 feet. Shot rattles in and out, no good. Rebound in favor of Grant Williams and Providence, and the Pioneers will come back the other direction. Providence kind of playing a little bit more of a faster pace here in this game than I thought they would. Yeah, absolutely. 11 points. I mean, I, they're coming out quick, quicker than, than I thought as well. Working with it here on this end of the floor. Simmons controls it. Stribble, he gets it stripped, trying to go up for a layup. Ball gets stripped out of his hands, out of bounds, and I believe they're going to say that Ryan Schrader touched it last, so the foul is going to stay with Providence here underneath their own basket. Providence has started the game shooting four of seven from the field for 57%. Quick inbound pass and a nice find to Grant Williams, who puts up about a seven-foot jump shot, knocks it down, and Providence still firing on all cylinders. It's a 13-4 game as we hit the four-minute mark here of the opening quarter. Foul on the other end of the floor. And we want to talk about how comfortable each of these teams look offensively, and Providence is looking much, much better than Central Noble is here early on. A lot of off-balance shots, a lot of hesitation, a lot of quick throws to the bucket. That's where we've seen Central Noble is now. We reach immediate timeout. We hit the timeout. Four minutes to go in the opening quarter of play at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Your score, Providence 13, Central Noble 4. You're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. The 2022 IHSAA Boys 2A State Finals from Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis. Your score as we stand with four minutes to go here in the opening quarter of play. Providence coming out strong as they lead Central Noble by a score of 13-4. Just right at that halfway port of the start of the second, or first quarter rather. Max Beatty got hit with the first foul of the game for Providence. Both teams working with one team foul each. In what's been a relatively clean game to start things off here in this contest, Justin Kenny. Yeah, so far so good for 
particularly for Providence, leading by nine here halfway through the first quarter. And we we're seeing a substitution by Central Noble with Sam Asijian, the younger brother of Connor, checking into the game coming out of this timeout. He's a taller guy than the guy that goes out for him, Jackson Andrews at 6-1. With the ability that Providence we're seeing able to get to the bucket and, and get some baskets close to the to the hoop and get some second chance opportunities, John Bodie wants his energy guy in there in Asijian, the younger Asijian, to see if he can add some energy on the on the offensive and defensive boards. Early in this contest, the one thing that is definitely noticeable is kind of the lack of presence that Logan Guard has had so far. Only one rebound and one assist and nothing to really being able to battle inside. He's kind of been shut out of the scoring column. So, so far, Proms has done a good job shutting down that presence of Logan Guard down low. Well, the question to start this game is what defense did Providence come out with? They came out with a man, an aggressive man. They went to uh, really deny that entry pass. We've already seen one uh, turnover by Central Noble trying to get the ball inside the guard. So they want to marginalize his ability to impact the game as much as possible. And so far, so good. Coming out of the timeout, Central Noble will inbound the basketball on their own into the floor. And just like that, Schroeder tried to toss it in. Central Noble tried to get the ball to Connor Lehman, who loses his footing and falls to the ground. Ball goes out of bounds, and there's another costly turnover for the Cougars as Providence will inbound the basketball with no time, no more time coming off the clock. Just two turnovers for Central Noble, but it feels like more because they've taken several bad shots as well. Carver brings it across the timeline. Nice motion with the basketball once again from the Pioneers. Top of the key, Tyler Simmons has it. Simmons finds Williams. Williams gets crossed up, finds Casey Kalen, who tries to put up a shot. He's going to get the shot and get the foul and go to the line for the and one. And that was Sam Asesian stepping up to try to draw the charge. It looked like he had position, but they called the block. And it's an and one. It's now a 7-0 run over the last minute four for Providence. Sam Asijian with his first foul of the contest. Kalen goes to the line, misses the free throw. But Providence gets the basketball right back on the rebound, and they're going to get a fresh chance here on offense. Another, another offensive rebound. That's four now for Providence. Providence coming out strong and definitely aggressive with the basketball, and another foul gets called. As Connor Asijian gets hit with the foul on that one, that'll be his first. And the team's third as Providence will inbound the ball once again. Coming off, it's going to be Cade Carver controlling things between the circles. Passes it left side. He finds Casey Kalen who tries to dribble, but this time he gets crossed up by about two different Central Noble defenders. Instead dribbles it back out. And along the top of the key once again, Providence will reset the offense. They go right side. Grant Williams has it. Williams finds Simmons. Simmons gets it to Kalen. Kalen this time finds a wide open way to the lane. Puts up a shot. Shot no good. Battle for the rebound. And Central Noble, I believe, is going to come up with it. And a foul gets called. Even then, it was a, a very difficult defensive rebound to corral because of the aggressiveness of Providence. And now when we look at, at how this game has gone, Central Noble now uh, without any points over the last two minutes and 14 seconds, and they find themselves down 11. Tyler Simmons gets charged with the foul. That's going to be his first. Basketball going to come back down the floor on behalf of Central Noble. They work with it. Three minutes to go here in the opening quarter. We talked about how clean this game was to start, but kind of been they've kind of reined it in as far as the officials go as we've gotten a lot more touching with fouls here since we've come out of the timeout. It's always a bit of a danger zone.
for Central Noble. You get Connor Ossesian with one. You have Logan Gard with one. It hasn't a factor yet, but the fact that we still have a quarter and a half to play before we reach the break, you just don't want to pick that second one up. Foul got charged against Quentin Hesse. He's seeing his first minutes of the contest here as he got the foul. There's a big three made from the right corner. Ryan Schroeder with a big three for Central Noble. There's some offensive spark that Central Noble was looking for as they trim the lead to eight. It's 15 to seven, 239 here to go in the opening quarter. Providence back down the floor on offense. Kalen with a wide open lane once again with an easy right side laying up and in. Well, Casey Kalen's having a day so far. Well, Ryan Schroeder made a good shot on one end, but he got blown by on the other end for an easy layup. Other end of the floor, Central Noble working with the basketball. Nice find down low. Connor receives and puts up a shot, but he gets it big blocked under the basket. Providence coming back down the floor quickly on the run. Jaden Johnson has a run to it, and he gets stopped, and they have to toss it back out. Three ball on the way from the likes of Quentin Hesse, and he drains that one, and the Blue Faithful are on their feet big time with a big shot made there by Quentin Hesse, as that is the third made three-pointer of the game by Providence. And by three different guys at this point. So when you look at who's been hitting shots for, for Providence, it's Hesse who comes off the bench. It is Kalen who... Uh, leads this team in scoring, but shot 29% from three-point range over the re over the regular season. He's one for one. And Williams as well, so a variety of guys filling the bucket here for Providence. Hey, Providence currently 8 from 12 to start. 66% from the field is a good start. Central Noble struggling overall, only shooting 37.5%. That's been the difference maker in this contest so far. And like we mentioned, 3 of 4 for Providence from three-point range. So they're dominating in shooting. They're dominating the boards up 7 to 3 in that department. They're 8-0 points in the paint, and Central Noble needs to figure out things and figure this game out fast because Providence is going to run run away with it if they don't. Pioneers with a 13-point lead with 2.07 left to go here in this opening stanza as we get set to come back to basketball. Central Noble called the timeout as John Bodie won't have a chat with his spot of what they can try to get started offensively. Connor Asijin getting ready to end by the basketball as he's just having kind of look at frustration and confusion on his face right now. Well, they're frustrating him definitely on the defensive side of the, of the floor, and Central Noble needs some other guys to step up. We saw Schroeder hit a big shot. They just need to find some good looks at the basket, not start knocking down some, some shots here. Schroeder controlling it, finds a siege in deep for three. That's going to be off the back of the iron. Shot no good. Battle for the rebound. Providence gets up with it once again. As, as far as defensive rebounds go, Providence has just led and just ran all over Central Noble here so far. Yeah, Ryan Schroeder had position there, but he just mistimed his jump. Providence working with the basketball around the top of the key. Casey Kalen has it once again. Kalen finds Grant Williams. Williams finds a way to go back to Kalen. Kalen dribbles around about three different defenders. Nice pass. More down low. Finds Jaden Johnson. And Jaden will put up the shot make it. And it's back to being a 15-point ball game. Providence with the lead 22-7 with a minute 17 left to go opening quarter. Other end of the floor. Nice find to Logan Guard as Guard breaks into the scoring column for the first time today and makes it 22-9 with 109 left here in the opening quarter. The first time today that Logan Gard's been able to get loose and get some room to maneuver under the basket. Nice find by Asesian. Nice finish by Gard. Providence slowing the pace down somewhat as we're under a minute to go here in this opening quarter. Holding it at the top of the key is Williams. Williams finds Kalen. Kalen tosses it further right side to Beatty in front of the bench. Back top of the key to Kalen. Kalen hand pass to Williams. Williams is going to hold it and let some time run off. We saw this a little bit in the 1A game as teams kind of being greedy and taking advantage and not really needing to worry about a shot clock and holding the ball for the last shot, and that's what we're seeing Providence do here so far. Another hand pass to Kalen as he's going to look for another guy. He goes to Johnson. Johnson going to hold it for a little bit under 30 seconds to go. Providence likely waiting for the time to run down and play for the last shot in a opening quarter, a play that they have pretty well controlled since the get-go of this one. 
Providence still with Johnson controlling it on the right side. Johnson dribbles it back between the circles. 13 seconds left to go. Finds Kalen. Kalen once again gets a screen set. Kalen going to try to drive around th three different defenders, but a wide open three going to be available there for Quentin Hesse, and he's got his second home run shot made of the night. And at the end of the first quarter of play, Providence is all smiles as they lead this one 25-9 over Central Noble. We'll Unreal. Take this, we'll take this break, and we'll come back with the second quarter as you're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Indiana Physical Therapy is your trusted choice in northern Indiana. For over 30 years, we've treated all walks of life, from peewees to professionals and Olympians and everyone in between. Schedule at any of our 19 convenient locations, even without a doctor's order. We communicate with your doctor throughout your treatment. Indiana Physical Therapy is cost-effective, accepting all insurance plans and networks. We're open from 7 to 7 and can get you in the same day you call. Go to indianapt.com. Indiana Physical Therapy, where people go to get better. We all know ticks suck blood, but not just in the woods. Ticks can be almost anywhere year-round. Even though some are smaller than the head of a pin, they're big trouble. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So wear protective clothing and an EPA-registered insect repellent. And when you shower, remember, check for ticks everywhere. If you get a tick, tell an adult and go to ticksuck.com org to learn how to remove it properly. Ticks suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. Ticksuck.org You're listening to High School Basketball, presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Through the first eight minutes of basketball here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis, and the Providence Pioneers will be all sales as they lead Central Noble by a score of 25-9. to 9. Michael McIntyre, Justin Kenny, happy to be with you on a very wintry feeling early spring day here in our state's capital. As in the first quarter play, the Providence Pioneers, they're all smiles as they come out shooting 71% from the field to start things off in this contest. How about this, Mac? So the most points that Providence has scored in a game this season is 68 points. They are on track right now to score 100 points in this game. So, what do we think? A 71% shooting. Do we feel like Providence can keep this up over the next three quarters? Or is the message by John Bodie's like, look, they're going to cool off. We just need to continue to play our game and we're going to fight back into this. I don't know at this point because it seems like anything Providence did in those first eight minutes worked out for them. Sometimes you just have a day that goes your way <laughs> and that's what you got at least for the first eight minutes as far as Providence goes. If you're John Bodie right now, you're almost looking at the contrast of styles thinking, wait a minute, they're playing our style of game and we're trying to back things off. Start picking up the tempo yeah. a little bit and trying to look for those more shots outside. But so far it looks like that Ryan Miller and his squad has done a good job shutting down both offensive weapons and both Logan Guard and Connor Asijian. A combined two of six shooting in the first quarter, four combined points for Asijian and Guard. And if you know you weren't familiar, you would think Central Noble's the team that wants to be methodical offensively and Providence is the one that wants to run and gun at through you know the first eight minutes. Possession arrow will give the basketball in favor of Providence to start things off in the second quarter. Inbound it will come. Providence working with a nice motion around the top of the key. Hesse controls it. Hesse finds Kalen. Kalen goes down low to Jaden Johnson, dribbles it back out. Going to call a travel on Johnson. Johnson got hit with the travel as they were going to be all smiles if they got it to Kalen effectively as Kalen was wide open for the three, but indeed the travel does get called and the turnover will send the basketball back the direction of the Cougars and Central Noble. 
Cougars looking for some sort of offense here in the early stages of the second quarter. They still trail 25-9, 7.40 to be exact to go second quarter. Guard controls it. Guard gets his pocket picked by Kalen. Kalen one-on-one with a CG and puts up a shot. Shot no good, and a foul is going to get called. Yeah, that's an over and, the, over and back by Hesse. Or, excuse me, an over the bat by Hesse. Yeah, they get him on that one, so we will see another substitution as Providence is going to send Tyler Simmons back into the lineup, and it's going to send Hesse back to the bench. Hesse working with two personal fouls now in this contest, so he'll get to go back to the bench and get a well-deserved rest and back up the fork. Central Noble will come once again. Still trailing, 25-9. 7.20 left to go here in the second quarter. Top of the key working with it. Is Jackson Andrews. Andrews finds guard down low. Andrews gets stopped from trying to work his way back to the paint. They find Asijian. Asijian gets around three different defenders. He tried to find guard at the, right at the free throw line. Ball goes right between his legs and out of bounds. And another costly turnover for Central Noble. Well, last night we saw an inferior talented team in St. Peter's with their aggressive defense able to knock off a more talented team in Purdue. We're saying the same thing right now. Providence's defense is causing all sorts of issues for the talent. That is Central Noble. And Providence is having their offense just go their way at this point. They found good shots, and they have found ways to execute shots when they need to. And there was another, oh, there was almost another one. Nice shot inside is up and no good from Max Beatty. Beatty can't get his own rebound. The ball will come back down the direction in favor of Central Noble, who worked back on offense once again, trying to cut more into this deficit of 16 that they still face with 6.37 left to go in the second quarter. Working with it is Jackson Andrews. Andrews, body's up good, puts up a shot and a foul will get called. I thought on that possession, Central Noble was able to move the ball a little bit quicker. That's what they're going to need to do because Providence is doubling Logan Guard when he touches the ball. They're doubling Connor Asesian when he has the ball, no matter where they're at on the floor. Quick passes and executing offensive plays in a rapid uh, you know, time will really help the Cougars here as the first free throw falls through. Jackson Andrews makes the free throw as they're going to hit Casey Kalen with his first personal foul of the game. Trims the lead back to 15 as Kalen is going to go to the bench and get a well-deserved rest after he's played the first 10 minutes of basketball here in downtown Indianapolis. And Jackson Andrews will go back to the line and shoot a second free throw. This one's going to be no good. Logan Guard there for the second chance. Put back up and good. That's Logan Guard using his height, was able to tip the ball on the rebound to himself, grab it, uncontested layup. Down the floor, Providence comes once again. Still up by 13, 25 to 12 is our score, 6.15 left to go here in the second quarter. Right side, waiting for the go side is Providence. They get the ball to Johnson, Johnson finds Williams. Williams goes left side to Carver. Carver tries to find a way to work inside, almost losing it out of bounds is Tyler Simmons. Simmons finds a way to save it. They get back out to Carver. Carver thought about pulling up from three, instead better of it. Works it to Williams, who works it inside, puts up a shot, and good. Grant Williams is having a good day so far. He's got, I believe, seven on the day. Indeed, that is the case, including the big three made in the first quarter. Seven points already on the day for the likes of Grant Williams. Central Oval on the other end of the floor, shot up and good. That was an attacking baseline drive by Schroeder. The defense slid over, and Asijian was left open for the layup. Connor Asijian starting to find some offensive momentum. It's what the Cougars definitely need here as we near the midpoint of the second quarter. 5.24 to go here, second quarter to be exact. Providence still up 27-14. Battling inside, shot up and good from Tyler Simmons. 
Simmons gets his first offensive credit for the day. He's got two, and it's back up to a 15-point game. 29-14, Providence with the lead. Nice fight inside to counter a Seijin shot up, and he misses the easy give-and-go layup. Battle for the rebound, and a foul gets called. Well, that's a play that uh, Isijian needs to finish at the bucket. It's going to be Andrews fouled, and they're going to call it on the floor without shots. Andrews does indeed get charged with the foul. That's going to be his first. Tough break there, as I believe that's four team fouls here so far for Central Noble in this contest as the ball gets tossed back in. Cougars will come back to play. Five minutes left to go second quarter. Inside working with it. Instead, it goes back out. Central will work with it. Logan Guard. Hand pass goes to Ryan Schroeder. Schroeder finds Jackson Andrews once again. Andrews looks for somewhere to go. Instead, dribbles it left side. Still working with it. Looking for a way to try to work inside. I'm kind of surprised that Central Noble hasn't tried to find a way to look for more outside shots than they have so far. Well, Providence has done a great job defending everywhere on the floor. They try to get the ball once again to a Siegen who puts up a shot from about 12 feet. He'll get fouled on the fadeaway, and another foul is going to get charged to Providence. I mean, you look at Connor Siegen. He's catching the ball 25 feet from the basket, and he's got at least one defender on him at all times. Foul is going to get charged to Cade Carver. That'll be his first, and it will put Connor Siegen on the line to shoot free throws. Connor Siegen, the commit to Wisconsin, has had a fantastic season, and he's trying to finish it with a state title crown. First free throw goes up, and that one's good. 84% free throw shooter is a Siegen. He'll get a second crack at the charity stripe after making the first one. And it's trimmed to a 29-15 contest. Clock stands at 433. Free throws up and a Siegen makes both of them when he needs to. And it's 29-16. Still 433 remaining. As Providence gets set to toss the basketball back in. And we see a substitution here from Central Oval. As I believe Sam Asijin checking back into the lineup. Giving him more size out there. Let's see if they can really defend the interior that Providence has been able to attack all day long. Providence still keeping good motion with the basketball. Top of the key working with it is Grant Williams. Williams gets crossed up at the free throw line. Tosses it back to Casey Kalen who checks back in. Kalen dribbles it down low. Tries to work it in the paint. Double dribble charged against Kalen. There's going to be another costly turnover there for Providence who is kind of getting somewhat sloppy with the basketball in the last couple of minutes, Justin Kenny. Yeah, a little bit. You knew it was going to even out at some point. They were going to play that tremendous for the entire 32 minutes. The, the issue is is that Central Noble hasn't been able to cut too much into this deficit. Four minutes remain here in the second quarter of play. Connor Asijin works with it. Finds a man on the outside. Deep shot from Ryan Schroeder. Rattles in and out from just in front of the three-point line. Ball is going to go out of bounds. And Central Noble still can't convert anything on points on the other end of the floor. Well, and they're going to get Kalen with his second foul, I believe. You already have Hesse on the bench with two for Providence. I think it's number two on leading scorer, Casey Kalen. Indeed, that will be the second foul charged against Kalen as Logan Guard going to go to the free throw line on the one and one. Guard sets his feet, the six foot seven inch senior center for Central Noble. He'll set his feet and he'll go to the line. First free throws up, and Logan Guard will miss it. Rebounded in favor of Providence. Another another chance for easy points with no time running, and unfortunately, Central Noble just can't convert on it. Yeah, especially missing the front end. you got to hit at least one. 29-16 to our score. 3.40 left to go here second quarter. Carver controls it once again. Carver goes left side. They find Beatty. Beatty back over to Simmons, top of the key. They go back to Carver on the right wing. Carver tries to back it in, and they're going to hit an offensive foul. It's going to get charged against Grant Williams. Carver gave it to 
Williams, who backs it in, and he's going to get hit with the charge, and he's trying to back it up, and that calls it to go in favor of Central Noble and some offensive help here for the Cougars as the clock stop once again. Comes it with 3.31 left to go second quarter. Providence on top of Central Noble by a score of 29-16. to You're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Listening to high school basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. At the second break, here in the second play, 29 to 16 is our score. Providence leads Central Oval by a score of 29 to 16, 13 point advantage for Providence. That offensively, things are still continuing to go their way, Justin Kenny. But like any good law of average, it eventually has to come back the other direction. But like you said, right before the, the timeout, Central Oval hasn't had a chance for it to come back their way on converting shots as far as offense goes. Yeah, they've had some opportunities here and there, and Providence with some turnovers this quarter. They're only two of four shooting this quarter, but unfortunately Central Noble has not been able to make too much headway. They've trailed by as many as 16. They're down 13 right now. And interestingly, you look at the, the totals for, for both teams. Providence with 12 made field goals, eight assists to go with those 12 field goals. Central Noble, six made field goals on four assists. So in terms of team basketball, both teams playing pretty well, but Providence has been able to execute better. But the door has been left open over the last couple minutes as Providence has struggled to maintain control of the basketball. The Cougars just need to take more advantage when these opportunities arise. As both teams continue to come out of the timeout, 3.31 left to go here in the second quarter of play. Struggling still somewhat are the likes of both Central Noble's Logan Guard and Connor Asijin. They've kind of somewhat slowly worked into the scoring column, but still Providence doing a good job shutting them down so far. Combined four of nine shooting between the two. Guard has made both of his shots. Unfortunately, Central Noble's had trouble getting the, him the basketball. Connor Asijin, a different story. Two of seven from the field here in this game. He's got six points here so far. He's hoping for more as Central Noble comes out of the timeout with the basketball once again. Schroeder controls it. Down low to Logan Guard, who just towers over three defenders. A nice find on the right side to Connor Asijin, who can't convert. Logan Guard is there for the putback. Great job positioning by Logan Guard. Gets his third rebound and his sixth point. He's a perfect three of three from the field. Logan Guard with six points on the evening. Having a good day in that regard as he's trying to find a bigger presence inside. Providence back down the floor here on offense once again. Williams controls it. Williams hand passes it. Back to Simmons. Simmons, long pass over to the right side. They go to Grant Williams once again. Williams goes top of the key to Carver. Carver dribbles it, looks for a way to drive inside, instead thinks better of it, dribbles it back between the circles. Continued motion pass goes left side to Simmons. Simmons back top of the key to Carver. Carver trying to find a way to offensively get started and look for a way in, can't do anything with it, tosses it back to Williams. Williams tries to drive it inside, gets stopped by about three different Cougar defenders, including Logan Guard, who just size-wise daunts over almost everything everybody on the floor. Providence still doing good job with motion with the basketball. Simmons controls it, finds a way to get rid of it, goes to Beatty. Beatty goes to Williams for three, rattles in and out, shot no good. Rebound in favor of Connor Asijin and Centronova. Good defensive stop there for the Cougars. It was a good look by Providence, just in and out. Nice give and go down low pass to Jackson Andrews. Connor Asijin finds Jackson Andrews wide open.
open in the lane by himself. Shot goes up and good with under two minutes to go. And the deficit now within single digits for Central Noble. 29 to 20 is our score. Providence with the lead. 148 left to go until the halftime break. Deep three other end of the floor is shot up. Set no good from Max Beatty. And Central Noble comes up with the basketball once again. Shot goes up. Shot no good. But Ryan Schroeder will go to the line on the foul. You're feeling the momentum change here in the latter half of the second quarter. You knew Providence was going to cool off a little bit. They shot over 70% in the first quarter. But we're seeing them missing shots. The law of averages coming into play. And Central Noble getting out on the break, making the extra pass, getting some easy looks. Things are starting to roll here for the Cougars. Max Beatty gets hit with his second personal foul. First free throw is up and no good from Ryan Schroeder. As free throw shooting for Central Noble has just plagued them since the start start of this game. Well, they're three of six so far, and, and this is a team that shoots 72% from the field, so, or excuse me, from the free throw line, so this is very unlike Central Noble, but these are key points, especially when you're trying to claw back into the game. Second free throw coming from Ryan Schroeder. This one's up. No good. Battle for the rebound. Providence comes up with it. Two big missed free throws there from Ryan Schroeder as the deficit still remains at nine. Providence leads it 29-20 to with a minute 30 left to go second quarter. Providence back down on their own end of the floor. Tyler Simmons holds the basketball. Bounce pass between the circles. Goes to Cade Carver. Carver looks for somewhere to go as it seems like Central Noble really stepping up the man-to-man -man defense pressure and there's going to be a foul charge. And I believe they're going to hit Sam Asijin for that one, and the Central Noble faithful don't like the call. Well, Sam was moving when he was trying to get into position, so uh, I like the call. It was a good call. Sam was trying to establish himself, but was just still moving once contact was initiated. Second foul charged against Sam Asijin. Clock stops at 114. Back to basketball we go. Providence still on offense. They lead by 9, 29 to 20. Providence between the circles is Tyler Simmons. Simmons hand passes it to Jaden Johnson, who checked back in at the last whistle. Johnson goes to Grant Williams. Williams kind of loses some time off the clock as it goes under a minute to go before the halftime break. They get it back to Johnson. Johnson wide up her lane, has to get rid of it. Finds a, some help in the loss of Grant Seabold who checked in, seeing his first minutes of the game and he puts up a shot up and good and it puts the lead back to double digits in favor of Providence, 31-20 to 20. and there's another steal from Providence down the floor quickly. Cade Carver tried to come with it and a foul going to get called, I believe, against Connor Asijan. Yeah, Ryan Schroeder gave up the ball at a bad turnover and Connor Asijan playing catch-up reached in. That's going to be his second foul. Second foul indeed charged against Connor Asijan, who still has just the utter look of frustration on his face, along with the rest of the Central Noble team, including Coach John Bodie, who just want to get to the halftime break and someone just get a chance to catch their breath and come back out with a new plan. They trail by 11, 31 to 20. 30 seconds left to go. Here in the second quarter of play, Jaden Johnson controls it. Back to Grant Williams. Williams right side pass to Tyler Simmons. Simmons looking for a way to work inside and that gets it back to Johnson between the circles. They wait for the sign from Coach Ryan Miller along the bench as Johnson gets a little bit of help. His screen gets set. Instead, thinks better of it. Hands it back to Tyler Simmons. Simmons working it, trying to go back inside as he dribbles it in. Shot going to be almost taken, but instead they're going to say that Tyler Simmons shuffles his feet. Good forced turnover there as Connor receives and forced Simmons to shuffle his feet, and the turnover is going to go Central Noble, the basketball back with 4.2 seconds left to go before the break. Inbound it comes. Schrader trying.
Noah. Jeff Bounds, and you get the gift as far as defensive stoppages go, but then you turn it right back over. Yeah, just careless mistakes, and when you're playing down by double digits and you're trying to get back in the game, you just can't make these types of mistakes. You can see the frustration with John Bodie on the sidelines right now is, you know, Providence is leaving the door open. We're just ma not maximizing the opportunity. Providence will inbound the basketball with 3.3 seconds left to go in the second quarter. As they have a quick conference at the scorer's table about how much time should be up on the clock. And indeed, I believe they're going to leave it at 3.3. And Providence will toss it back in with one more offensive chance here before they go to the halftime break in the locker room. In bat it comes to Kalen. Kalen puts up a shot from the right corner for three. It's no good. And at the halftime break, the Providence Pioneers currently lead the Central Noble Cougars by a score of 31-20. to We'll come back with halftime stats and a lot more as you're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. At halftime here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis, Michael McIntyre and Justin Kenny happy to be with you here for the IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals as the Central Oval Cougars currently trailing to the Providence Pioneers by a score of 31-20. to And Justin Kenny, we talked about it all in the first half of play. Providence still firing on all cylinders. You saw a couple of blemishes in the second quarter goes, but unfortunately Central Oval just can't capitalize. Well, the thing that Providence is able to do is despite the, the, the cooling of its offense, the defense has still been tremendous. And uh, Central Central Mobile was able to get some opportunities there late in the first half, find, make an extra pass, get some easy buckets. But still, when you look at the scoreboard, trailing by 11 at the break. And in terms of, of the stats, you look and, you know, Central Mobile goes to final 203 without any points. That's huge. They got it within nine and then couldn't get it any closer. And still the shooting percentage with Providence hitting 59% of their shots, Central Mobile over 47, just a single three-point make by Central Noble. Central Noble 3 of 7 from the free throw line in the first half. Six turnovers. So as good as the Providence offense has been through 16 minutes, it's the Central Noble offense that hasn't been able to do what it needs to do to get this game closer. And the other glaring stat indeed from Central Noble is the fact of they've given, given several chances to get onto the free throw line. Seven to be exact. And unfortunately, they've only converted three of those. You're only 42% from the charity stripe. And that's points that are being able to go up on the board when there's no time running. So if you're Central Noble, you've just got shooting issues all around, both at the free throw line and from the field. Yeah, and if you're John Bodie, the message has to be, look, we're not going to make all 11 of these points up and in this entire deficit one possession. We have to string together good possessions on both ends of the floor. We need to make buckets and come back and really play good defense. And, and when you look at an advantage potentially for Central Noble, you look at three guys with two fouls coming out of halftime for Providence. You got uh, Quentin Hesse with two, Casey Kalen with two, and uh, Max Beatty with two. Now, Connor Asijian also has two. And, and Sam does too. Asijian also has two. But, uh, you know, Connors came late in, that, in second, that second quarter. So, if you're looking at attacking, and Hesse has been good, a couple threes made. Kalen is their leading scorer. Maybe a third foul on each of those, or at least one, they could really help out the Cougars in the third quarter. Providence being offensive as far as when it comes to, or aggressive rather, when it comes to offense, but they're also being aggressive on defense. As you heard Justin just say, you got three different Providence Pioneers with two fouls each. 
So I'll be curious to see how patient all those guys come back into the second half of play, but we'll go ahead and take a look now at the halftime scoring. First for the Providence Pioneers, for a team that normally likes to keep the score in the 50s and the 40s, they've already got 30 up on the board, and the big thing that jumps out at me is you already have Casey Kalen, who's already got nine points in this contest, so offensively, he's having a good day to start today. Yeah, and you know, he's a guy that's the leading scorer for the Pioneers at a touch over 12 points per game, so he's on target. We mentioned when Providence scored 25 first quarter points, is this isn't going to continue, right? And they only scored six points in the second quarter. Uh, Central Noble won that quarter 11-6, to six. so can Central Noble continue that run and, and, and inch their way back into this basketball game? Uh, potentially. Um, so, you know, the opportunity is there. They just have to maximize it. And the first couple minutes here, this third, are going to be very indicative of how the rest of this game is going to go. Kalen went to the break with nine. And Yasa had Grant Williams, who went to the locker room with seven. Quentin Hesse has six off the bench, which is definitely impressive in its own right. Like I said, Hesse has six. And then Yasa had Simmons, Johnson, each with two. And Max Beatty with three points in his own right for their total of 31. On the other side of the ledger sheet, three-point shooting definitely been not there for Central Noble. They have only have one of those made. That came from Ryan Schroeder. He's got five points on the night. Connor Asijan has six. Jackson Andrews has three. Connor Lemon has seen some minutes, but he's got nothing offensive to show for so far. And then Logan Guard with six points, working it down low in his own right for a total of 20. An 11-point deficit, not unmanageable, but Central Noble's got to start having stuff go their way. Yeah, they do, and they need to start making some shots and, and getting to the free throw line and making those free throws. So uh, it, it's a combination of things. And, oh, by the way, they continue needing to play solid defense. So a lot of things uh, need to happen here for Central Noble. The beauty of it is they've shown signs of being able to do just that in the second quarter. Been a fun experience down here in Indianapolis so far today. As you hear in the background, the Central Noble Cougar Pet Band has made the trip down here trying to cheer on the Central Noble faithful as both teams come out of the locker room for the quick shoot-around before we begin the third quarter of play. And if you're Providence, you're all smiles, but when you go into that break with confidence, you sometimes come out somewhat cold. It'll be see how, see how Providence does indeed come out of the, lo the locker room with the halftime break and see if they can keep up that momentum, especially from Casey Kalen, who's almost already in double figures. Coach Ryan Miller's message has got to be, we need to, to continue the intensity that we started this game on and maybe fell off a little bit in that second quarter. We need to find that. We need to continue uh, to attack and, and really you know, take advantage opportunities that we have because they didn't quite do that in the second quarter. That's why Central Noble was able to trim the lead a little bit. Providence is making its first appearance in the state finals for the first time, and it's one of the teams that's done it for the most since 2003, so you definitely know that the Pioneer squad would love to bring the state crown back home to the southern part of the state, but the Central Noble Cougars try to do everything they can to bring the trophy back to the northeast quadrant of the Hoosier State. We'll see how it goes. We will come back and bring you the third quarter of play. Your halftime score once again. Providence leading it over Central Noble by a score of 31 to 20. You're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 3A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. As we get set to come back out of the halftime break here at Gainbridge Fieldhouse, the Central Noble Cougars trailing the Providence Pioneers in the Class 2A State Finals. Possibly the biggest day of the year in Indiana basketball as far as high school is concerned as the college counterpart up the road at Purdue. They uh, kind of ended their season last night as the Cinderella story for St. Peter's continues. 
And unfortunately, it's been a rough day for Lafayette area teams either way, as earlier today in the Class 1A Finals, Lafayette Central Catholic fell to North Davies. And what was a double overtime thrower by a score of 48 to 46, as we've seen just phenomenal basketball here for this day so far, as we get set to come back with third quarter action. Central Noble will control things to start things in the third quarter, as in the second half of play, the Cougars will work from right to left, and Providence will work from left to right as you're listening at home. Central Noble will control things. As working with it to start things is Connor Lemon. Lemon works on the right side, right in front of the scorer's table. Bounce pass. He goes to Ryan Schroeder, to Logan Guard. Guard bodies up big and makes a shot when he needs to. The first time we've seen a good entry pass to Logan Guard in a position to score. And it was a great play to start the second half for Central Noble. Guard struggled somewhat, but he still has eight points to show for it here so far in the early parts of the third stanza here in downtown Indianapolis. Top of the key, deep shot from Providence is going to be drained, and that's a big three when they needed it by the hands of Grant Williams, who's now into double figures. He's got ten points on the evening. And his second three of the game and the fifth overall for Providence. Down the floor, Central Noble trailing by a dozen. 34-22 to 22 is our score. Working with it once again is Ryan Schroeder. Schroeder finds his way into the paint, puts up a shot, but he'll draw the foul. Let me see who they get the foul charged here. Is it's going to be against Casey Kalen, and you talked about it, Justin Kenny, that if Kalen gets in foul trouble, this could become a different contest. That's Kalen's third. Yeah, there you go. That's kind of what you wanted if you were Central Noble. Free throw coming on the way from Ryan Schroeder as he makes that one. Schroeder with unofficially six points on the evening as we're going to see Kalen go back to the bench, and Quentin Hesse will check back in as we also will see Tyler Simmons check back into the lineup for Providence. There's a second free throw coming from Ryan Schroeder, and Schroeder makes both free throws, something that has plagued offensively Central Noble so far in this game. Back down to the floor, Providence works with it on offense once again. It's only a 10-point deficit. Central Noble trying to slowly but surely work their way back in. Providence top of the key. Simmons controls it. Simmons. Going to dribble it down low. Instead, toss it back out to Carver. Carver looks for somewhere to go. Carver tosses it back to Williams. Williams puts up a wild shot from 12 feet. Gets his own rebound. Back into the paint. Puts up a shot up and good. Uh, just a lucky bounce there for Williams as he went the baseline drive, threw it up, missed it, but the rebound went right to him for an easy second-chance opportunity. Grant Williams having a solid offensive day in this one. He's got 12 points so far as the Cougars will come back on offense. Three ball taken from the right corner. Shot no good from Connor Lemon. And a Whistle. It's going to be on Beatty, I think. It's going to be his third. He talked about the foul trouble again, and this could be the perfect storm offensively for Central Noble, as now you have one of the other major offensive weapons for Providence playing with three fouls, as we're already going to see the likes of Casey Kalen check back into the lineup as Max Beatty going to go back to the bench. It's kind of the urgency for Providence here is they can't afford to have some guys uh, on the bench for too long. Shot up, shot no good from the hands of Jackson Andrews. He can't convert on offense for Central Noble. And a rebound in favor of Providence, who puts up a quick three from the deep right corner from Quentin Hesse. Hesse can't convert on it, but Providence going to get their own rebound once again. Dribbling back inside, another shot up, shot no good from Tyler Simmons. 
So a good defensive stop there for Central Noble as they try to trim the lead back. Still trailing by a dozen. Connor receives it, puts up a shot from the left corner. Shot no good. Rebound once again from Providence. 36-24 is our score with 5.35 left to go here in the third quarter. Connor sees you now 2 of 9 from the field today. Providence doing a fantastic job setting down the Wisconsin recruit as he's just kind of been stuffed all day long on offense. And we're going to have a foul already again on the other end of the floor. And this one's going to go against Ryan Schroeder. That's going to be his first. And Casey Kalen, the major offensive weapon for Providence, will go to the free throw line. Kalen with nine points, and he'll stay at nine as he misses the first free throw. Providence hasn't been to the free throw line too often today. Now one of three. As Kalen will set his feet for the second one. This one's up and this one's good. And Casey Kalen playing today. Now he's into double figures with 10 points on the afternoon. Clock still with 5.28 left to go here third quarter. 37 to 24 is our score. Providence with the lead. Up the floor. Central Noble going to slow things down somewhat. Jackson Andrews controls it for the Cougars. Nice pressing man-to-man defense still being played by Providence as they tried to pass it down low to Logan Gars. The pass gets picked off by Tyler Simmons and back on offense once again. Providence will come with another Central Noble turnover. Simmons controls it. Simmons bounce pass to Williams. Williams back to Simmons. Simmons looks for somewhere to go. Finds Carver top of the key. Right side pass to Beatty. Beatty goes to Simmons. Simmons tries to work it inside. Finds Carver on the left wing. Tosses it back out. Top of the key to Williams. Good motion still being played here by the Providence offense, and they've been really patient with the shots that they have taken, and it's paid advantage for them here so far. Yeah, when you're up 13-2, you can uh, afford to take your time offensively. Top of the key. There's another big three being taken deep, and it rattles it around. No good from Grant Williams. Battle for the rebound, and to the floor we go with what looked like a football tackle, and I believe... They call a foul, I think. I thought for sure that was going to be a jump ball call, but instead they do call a foul, and that goes in favor of Providence. As over on the far side of the court, the Providence faithful liked the call of that one. As, nope, it was jump ball. Yeah, it was toss, jump, it, yep. toss it back in. Possession arrow favors Providence. Quick inbound three. Shot up, shot no good from Hesse. But again, Providence comes up with the basketball and the rebound. The seventh offensive rebound for Providence today. They have just dominated on the rebound front here in this game. 4-17 to go here in the third quarter. Providence still working with it. Top of the key is Beatty. I'd love to see the time of possession in this contest because I think Providence has been in control of that one. I'd be curious to see the comparison of that. Nonetheless, they work with it. Inside, they'll go to Simmons. Simmons tosses it back to Carver. Carver back to Williams. Williams with a chance to reset the offense once again. We're under four minutes to go in the third. Top of the key still is Simmons. Simmons gets a screen set as guard came out to try to give some help for defense as far as Central Noble goes. Working with it. Williams finds a wide open lane. Shot goes up and he'll draw the foul and go to the line, I believe. It's going to be on Schroeder. I believe that's going to be the second foul charged against Ryan Schroeder. Indeed it is. And to the free throw line, Williams is going to go as that is just, I believe, the second team foul here of this second half of play for Central Noble. Into the free throw line will go Grant Williams, the six foot four inch senior forward. We talked missed opportunities. Central Noble one of four from the field here in the second half. Williams makes the first half of the free throws and a couple of different substitutions for Central Noble as we see both Jackson Andrews and Ryan Schroeder going back to the bench in a well-deserved rest just for a chance to kind of breathe for just a second. And I think, you know, at this point, we got to be honest, Central Noble just not 
making enough plays to climb back into this game. No, it's, sorry, no. No, you're fine. It's just there's another offensive rebound and another offensive rebound is Noah. And another Shep one. Noah Shepard and Sam Asijian check back in there for Central Noble, and another offensive rebound goes in favor of Providence, who have just controlled things down low the entire length of this game, and they've kept up the pressure here in the early parts of the second half. Floater on the way, shot no good from Grant Williams. Rebound finally in favor of Central Noble, who have a chance to come down the floor and possibly do something offensively as Connor Asijian, when he came down the floor right there, he just had the look of frustration like he was going to body up no matter what, but another costly turnover on the Cougars. Yeah, that's the eighth of the game here for Central Noble. Down the floor, the Pioneers will work. We're under almost three minutes to play in this game. Working with it is Simmons. Simmons drives into the basket and a foul gets called. Uh, time is now the enemy of Central Noble. With just over three minutes left here in the third. Down 14. As Simmons will go to the free throw line of the shooting. Providence has more offensive rebounds, Mac. Nine. Then Central Noble has defensive rebounds. Seven. Sam Asijian with his third foul. Free throw is up and good from Tyler Simmons. As we see a couple of substitutions. Grant Williams is going to go back to the bench here for Providence. And we're going to see Grant Siebold returning to the lineup for his second appearance on the floor of the afternoon. Second free throw is up. This one's no good from Tyler Simmons, and Central Noble comes back with the basketball on offense. Quick find, three ball on the way from Connor Lemons. Shot no good. Sam Asijin tried to get the rebound, but to no avail. Providence coming up with it once again. Down the floor, the, the Pioneers will work with the basketball. Good Simmons has there. it. You have to knock it down if you're going to be able to get back in this game. You have to, you have to and a big thing too, now is your point where Logan Guard starts to ha- start, has to start getting greedy when it comes to pulling down rebounds. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, underneath the basket there, it was all blue jersey. You know, nobody fighting for the rebound other than Sam Asijian on the offensive end of the floor for Central Noble. Noah Shepard gets hit with the foul. We hit the timeout coming with 2.39 to go in the third quarter. Providence leading Central Noble by a score of 39-24. to This is the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball, presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 2.39 remaining in the third quarter. Time is becoming the enemy for Central Noble indeed as they trail by a score of 39-24. to Michael McIntyre with Justin Kenny here at Cambridge Fieldhouse. And Justin, we've talked about it. We've talked about being able to slow pace your way back into the contest, but unfortunately the shooting plague that Central Noble had in the first half has kind of carried over to this second part of the game. Yeah, unfortunately they're one of five from the field uh, this half, and that's not helping them get back in the game. If anything, I think you're, you need to start pounding it with Logan Guard. I mean, at this point, get him the ball, make him go to work. You know, Providence has some foul trouble. Make Guard attack. And the big thing I'm noticing right now that Guard has in his favor, he's only playing. In fact, he's got no fouls right now, so Guard has some chances here to actually just kind of body up against some guys and take his chances. I mean, at this point, what do you have to lose? Yeah, absolutely. And if you can get a fourth or a third foul on this player or that player in Providence, make them dip deep in that bench. But, you know, Sanjano needs to make some headway here. They're 0 for their last six, uh, or 0 for their last four shooting. They're scoring drought of 419. Uh, they're only within 15 because Providence has struggled to fill the bucket in this third quarter as well. And to add insult to injury coming out of the timeout, Providence will control the basketball once again. 239 remaining third quarter. They inbound the ball and a whistle gets called. And a, there's going to be a turnover that is in favor of Central Noble. 
I believe they got the team for five seconds for not getting inbounded in time. So just like that, Central Noble with a chance to capitalize. Still trailing 15, 232 to go here in the third quarter of play. Working with it is Connor Lemon. Lemon works with it top of the key. Goes left side. Finds Shepard. Shepard hand passes it to Sam Asijian. Asijian to Schrader. Schroeder dribbles it down low to Lemon. Lemon to Connor Asijian in the paint. Layup up and going. There's the offensive look that Connor Asijian's been looking for all game. Well, he needs some space to work and was able to find a little bit there, and that's a big bucket, particularly with Logan Guard on the bench right now, getting a breather. Asijian has eight points on the evening. Providence back down to the other end of the floor. Two minutes left to go here, third quarter. Jaden Johnson controls it, gets swallowed up as there's some double-team pressure defensively from Central Noble, but Providence gets rid of the basketball effectively. Hesse has it. Hesse takes it right side. Almost gets forced out of bounds. He has to get rid of it. Goes to Jaden Johnson, who almost gets stripped in his own right. Central Noble looking like they came out of the break here, and they've really stepped up the pressure defensively. Yeah, they have, but then they just allowed a wide-open look there for a three. That's the struggle. Central Noble went for the tie-up on the double-team, trying to get a jump ball. Instead, the ball gets kicked out in a wide-open three. Quentin Hassey with a deep three silences the Central Noble faithful once again. And it makes the score 42-26. And Connor Asijin all sorts of frustrated as he's going to go to the line to shoot. As the foul gets charged to Providence. Definitely showing some chinks in the armor as far as Providence is concerned, but Central Noble just can't capitalize as Connor Asijin will go to the line to shoot, and he makes the first free throw, so there's some offensive help for the Cougars. Lead still 15 for Providence, despite scoring just 17 points in the last two quarters. Tyler Simmons working with three fouls in his own right as Connor Asijin makes the second free throw. They could say after that first quarter, it's been a pretty even game. Unfortunately, that first quarter happened when Providence had a 16-point lead. Three fouls indeed for Simmons, and here comes the third free throw. As you can consider this finally an offensive gift for Central Noble as Connor Asijin makes all three free throws. He's got five made on the evening as he's 5-for-5 at the charity stripe this afternoon as the lead is trimmed to 13 once again. Providence leads it 42-29. to 1-16 left to go third quarter. Back on offense, the Pioneers come once again. Carver has it. Carver finds a man down low. He finds Hesse. Hesse puts up a shot. Shot no good. Rebound in favor of the Cougars. As Pioneers almost hit the pocket of Connor Asijin as they get the ball handed left side to Connor Lemon. Lemon had a wide open three, but he gets stuffed. The ball goes out of bounds, but they're going to say it went off the hands of Cade Carver, so the ball will stay with Central Noble. That's a guy that Central Noble has not been able to get going all game long. Connor Lemon, he averages eight points a game. He has zero. He's 0 of 5 from the field so far today. Under a minute to play here, third quarter, 52 to be exact. A wild three from Connor Asijin. They're going to say his feet were just inside the arc when he got the shot off in time, so they get the lead trimmed to 11, but Connor is sieging there with a nice off-balance shot, but that's some offensive help that the Cougars need here as we near the end of the third quarter. 34 seconds left to go third quarter. Providence still leads it 42-31. to 31. Providence on offense, and a whistle and a foul going to get charged, and I believe this is going to go against Connor Lemon. 
Yeah, they're going to get him with the hold there. And, you know, if, if Central Noble's going to have any hope here as we enter the fourth quarter here soon, it's going to be on the back of Connor Asesian. And we've seen him do this many times before, is just get just take over games offensively. Well, I truly feel that that could be the only way that Central Noble has a shot here. Well, and if you wanted to go charge a foul to somebody, Lemon's the guy you want to have to it, as that was his first of the game. So a foul to give in good shape there for. Meanwhile, on the inbound, a shot gets taken and good by Jaden Johnson for Providence as they extend the lead back up to 13. 44 to 31 our score. Six seconds left to go. Lemon for three from the left corner. Shot no good. Rebound in favor of Centinoble at the at the buzzer. And Noah Shepard can't convert on it. We're going to head to the fourth quarter here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as Providence leads this one 44 to 31. Eight more minutes left to go of basketball here in downtown Indianapolis. We'll come back with the fourth quarter as you're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. We head to the fourth quarter, the final eight minutes of regulation here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as the Providence Pioneers currently lead the Central Noble Cougars by a score of 44-31. Michael McIntyre, Justin Kenny, happy to be with you here on this gorgeous Saturday afternoon. And Justin, we talked about how time can become the enemy for Central Noble, and this is indeed the case. Eight minutes to make some stuff happen. Yeah, they do. Haven't been able to get it within single digits here this half. And I can imagine you can start seeing Central Noble defensively taking a little bit more chances, trying to. Uh, jump in the passing lanes, maybe get some steals and get some transition buckets. Is uh, what they've done so far hasn't worked. Logan Guard back in the or no, he's not back in the game. Excuse me, still on the bench. But uh, Sam Asesian trying to fire, fire this team up coming out of the break here. And uh, this is it. Eight minutes for Central Noble to make something happen. It's interesting that Logan Guard is not still on the floor for the fact of, as far as big guys go, he's still basically playing with zero fouls, which that's one thing that overall Central Noble can be in favor of. They've played a relatively clean game. Not a lot of guys really in foul trouble. Yeah, and he's the guy that's been able to find some consistency offensively, a perfect 4 of 4 from the field. Providence will control things to start things with the fourth quarter as they get possession of the basketball in favor of the possession arrow. Inbound it comes. Cade Carver brings it across. Across the timeline. Carver sends it to Casey Kalen, who is back in the lineup to start things here in the fourth quarter. As Connor Asijin really picking up the pressure, almost picks the pocket of Tyler Simmons. Simmons keeps control of the basketball. Good help there is there now. Ryan Schroeder comes up with it. A nice steal and a basket on the other end of the floor. That's what I mentioned, taking some chances, some increased pressure. Central Noble able to get a turnover and an easy layup. And meanwhile, Central Noble's got to get back on defensive quick. That's where Providence had has had dividends paid on them all day long is how quick They've gotten on the other end of the floor. Back on offense, they have it. Cade Carver now lets things slow down a little bit. Works between the circles. Goes right side to Casey Kalen. Kalen down low to a man who's wide open. Deep shot taken from Max Beatty, who can't convert from 13 feet. Battle for the basketball, and a jump ball gets called. And that will send the basketball back to the direction of Central Noble. You know, the bad thing was you let allowed another offensive rebound, the 10th of the game for Providence, but at least you're able to tie the ball up. And with the possession arrow your way, Central Noble will get it. They now have an opportunity to close this game.
came to within single digits for the first time since the second quarter. Two starters returning to the lineup. Connor Lemon and Logan Guard check back in. 7.04 left to go fourth quarter. Central Noble still trailing by 11. 44-33. Battle for the basketball. Ball is going to go out of bounds. And it's going to go back the direction of Providence. And Ryan Schroeder is all sorts of frustrated with losing the basketball out of bounds. Well, that was Connor Asijian initially trying to split a double team. And that's just him trying to do too much. And uh, lost his footing trying to break through the two defenders. And Ryan Schroeder tried to save it, but it was too late. You talk about trying to take some chances. There's taking chances, but there's, there's also still trying to just be patient with the basketball. And Connor Asijian trying to rip the ball out of the hands of Grant Williams. And I think they're going to hit Connor for the foul on that one. Yeah, it's going to be his third just trying to tie that ball up a little bit. A little bit too aggressive there by Connor. Connor Asijian going to be hit with his third foul of this contest. And Providence will inbound it with 6.50 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Kalen looks for a man to get it into. He gets it into Beatty. Beatty goes back to Kalen. Kalen for three from the right corner. Shot up, shot no good. Logan Guard battling for the basketball. Oh, that's a tough break. Phenomenal play by Williams. Williams was trying to battle it with Guard. Williams tosses the ball back in. It goes off the feet of Logan Guard. So technically on the out-of-bounds, it's off the hands of Guard, and Providence gets the basketball back on the inbound. Providence is playing so much tougher and harder than Central Noble. They bring the basketball back in. 6.35 to go here fourth quarter. Providence gets it to Carver. Carver dribbles it, finds the likes of Kalen. Kalen with the left side laying up and good. You know, you get a stop. If you get a rebound, you can cut the lead further down from nine. Instead, now you're down 13. Casey Kalen with 12 points on the evening. And there's a big three for Central Noble. That's the offensive help that they've been looking for. As Connor Lemon, I believe, drives the big three. Indeed, he does. That's his first score of the evening. Big three there from Connor Lemon. Lemon needed that in a big way, and that's going to definitely be some offensive help as the lead's back now to only 10. And just the second three-point make of the night for Central Noble. Central Noble has struggled offensively from behind the arc, hoping that changes here in the fourth quarter. Other end of the floor, Kalen with a wild floater from about nine feet off the backboard, up and good. And that kid's feeling it right now. That's 12 points now, or 14, excuse me, off-balance shot. Connor Lemon, other end of the floor, tries to find the hot hand again. Shot from behind the arc. This one's short off the front of the iron. Rebound Providence. And Providence will come back down the floor on offense as they get somewhat crossed up before they get across the court. And a foul is going to get called. Sam Asijin going to get hit with that foul for Central. I believe that's his fourth. Indeed, that's his fourth. A tough break there for Sam Asijin, who he's got four fouls, but he's been at quality minutes in this contest. Yeah, he's done uh, some good things, but unfortunately, you know, as we go into the timeout, you know, that charge that we expected Central Noble to make here early in the fourth quarter, Providence weathered it. Sam Asijin really the only player as far as Central Noble, though, that has any kind of foul trouble. He plays with four, but the rest of the team playing with three or less. Five and a half left to go in this contest, Justin Kenny. It's almost like you just got to start taking more chances. Yeah. And just, you've got the fouls to give. You might as well body up on your guy. Well, another thing to look at, too, bench points. And Providence has 15 points off the bench. Central Noble without a single contribution offensively, at least in terms of points off the bench. It's been a rough game so far as far as Central Noble goes. They're trying to find some magic here in the final fight of and a half as they trail by a dozen. 48-36 to 36 is our score. As 529 is where the clock stopped after Central Noble 
called the timeout. As right now, as John Bodie just trying to come up with something offensively. And it, it's not that Central Robles had bad shots they've been able to take. It's just that the continued plague of just getting those shots to drain is where their issues have been. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, after that hot start, Providence now shooting 50%. So they've cooled off. But... Central Noble hasn't been able to heat up and, and, and really climb too much further back in this game after that first quarter. Jaden Johnson puts up the free throw. Shot no good, and Central Noble comes up with the basketball, but a whistle on the rebound. It's going to be Beatty, our Williams, on his third. Indeed, that is Grant Williams. That's his third. As Williams has put in a quality day in his own right, he's got 13 points into the scoring column so far. So Williams with three, back to offense. Central Noble will come. 5.29 left to go, fourth quarter. Lemon picks up the basketball, and the clock starts once again. Lemon looks for somewhere to go. Gives it over to Sam Asijian. Back to Lemon. Lemon looking for somewhere to go. Dribbles it. As you can see, they're trying to find to work it into guard, but guards has been shut down all day long defensively by Providence. Schroeder to Sam Asijian, to Connor Asijian. Floater up from seven feet. Shot no good. Guard battling there for the rebound. He gets a touch on it. Schroeder saves it from going out of bounds, but unfortunately, Providence is there for to pick it back up and back down the floor. The Pioneers will come. Other end of the floor. Shot is up and good as Casey Kalins. Major J just continues as he had a wide open right side layup and it goes up and good. And the Pioneers continue to lead this time now by 14. 50 to 36. Shot up, shot no good from Connor Asijan. Logan Guard bodying up, just ripping the basketball out of the hands of Grant Williams and a jump ball gets called. Ball will go back the direction of Providence. Providence fans feeling it even despite 439 still left in this fourth quarter. They've weathered the storm from Central Noble to start the fourth. They remain up 14 points and quite frankly it's tough to see a path back here for the Cougars. They have predominantly led this game from double digits since the first quarter and they have kept the throttle down the entire way. 427 left to go. Kalen has it. Kalen finds Johnson. Johnson bounce pass down low. It's going to go to Kalen once again up off the glass up and good as Casey Kalen's offensive assault just continues as his hot hand is continuing to pick back up. Casey Kalen with 18 points on the day. 16 point lead matches the biggest of the day for Providence. Shot up is good, no good from Connor Lemon as that one was taken deep from behind the arc and as soon as he let go of it he was frustrated at how short he was and another foul going to get called against Central Noble. Just starting to uh, to pile up now for Central Noble, a team that has not led the entire game. Down 16 with just a touch over four to go. And unfortunately, that's going to be the fifth foul charged against Sam Asijian, and he will retire for the day with no points in the scoring column as he fouls out. And we see Jackson Andrews coming back into the lineup for Central Noble as Sam Asijian will go back to the bench. But the good news is... Sam Asijan still has two more years of eligibility here for John Bodie and the Central Noble squad as good playing time overall today for the 6'5 sophomore. He got to play with older brother Connor for the, what could be the last time. Other end of the floor, shot is good from Casey Kalen, and he'll go to the free throw line once again. Casey Kalen, one for three at the charity stripe this afternoon. And he makes the second one as well. Correction on that, he's two for five today at the free throw line, so big day there for Kalen. Down the other end of the floor, Central Noble will come. Connor a siege in 12-foot jump shot from the right corner. Shot up, shot no good. Battle for the rebound, Kalen comes up with it. And, oh, that 
Uh, that's going to be a rough foul, but Connor receives, and I think he took a shot to the nose as he kind of hobbles off the floor real quick. And give him props, props for playing through it, but he took a hard shot to the face. Yeah, he did in the nose. And, uh, man, you, you know, Connor, oh, I just happened to force things. And look, we've seen Connor shut down for a quarter, we've seen it shut down for a half, but, you know, props to Providence for playing a complete four quarters of defense on Connor Asesian and this Central Noble team. Asesian with 13 points, but just four of 14 from the field. Shot is up and good from Casey Kalen, who makes yet another free throw on the other end of the Central Noble just can't capitalize as Connor Asesian will go to the line to shoot, and he makes the first free throw, so there's some offensive help for the Cougars. Lead still 15 for Providence, despite scoring just 17 points in the last two quarters. Tyler Simmons working with three fouls of his own right as Connor Asijin makes the second free throw. They could say after that first quarter, it's been a pretty even game. Unfortunately, that first quarter happened when Providence had a 16-point lead. Three fouls indeed for Simmons, and here comes the third free throw. As you can consider this finally an offensive gift for Central Noble as Connor Asijin makes all three free throws. He's got five made on the evening as he's 5-for-5 at the charity stripe this afternoon as the lead is trimmed to 13 once again. Providence leads it 42-29. to 1-16 left to go third quarter. Back on offense, the Pioneers come once again. Carver has it. Carver finds a man down low. He finds Hesse. Hesse puts up a shot. Shot no good. Rebound in favor of the Cougars. As Pioneers almost hit the pocket of Connor Asijin as they get the ball handed left side to Connor Lemon. Lemon had a wide open three, but he gets stuffed. The ball goes out of bounds, but they're going to say it went off the hands of Cade Carver, so the ball will stay with Central Noble. That's a guy that Central Noble has not been able to get going all game long. Connor Lemon, he averages eight points a game. He has zero. He's 0 of 5 from the field so far today. Under a minute to play here, third quarter, 52 to be exact. A wild three from Connor Asijin. They're going to say his feet were just inside the arc when he got the shot off in time, so they get the lead trimmed to 11, but Connor is sieging there with a nice off-balance shot, but that's some offensive help that the Cougars need here as we near the end of the third quarter. 34 seconds left to go third quarter. Providence still leads it 42-31. to 31. Providence on offense, and a whistle and a foul going to get charged, and I believe this is going to go against Connor Lemon. Yeah, they're going to get him with a hold there, and, you know, if, if Central Noble's going to have any hope here as we enter the fourth quarter here soon, it's going to be on the back of Connor Asijin, and we've seen him do this many times before, is just get just take over games offensively. Well, I truly feel that that could be the only way that Central Noble has a shot here. Well, and if you wanted to go charge a foul to somebody, Lemon's the guy you want to have to it, as that was his first of the games, so a foul to give in good shape there for. Meanwhile, on the inbound, a shot gets taken and good by Jaden Johnson for Providence as they extend the lead back up to 13. 44 to 31, our score. Six seconds left to go. Lemon for three from the left corner. Shot no good. Rebound in favor of Central Noble at the, at the buzzer. And Noah Shepard can't convert on it. We're going to head to the fourth quarter here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as Providence leads this one 44 to 31. Eight more minutes left to go of basketball here in downtown Indianapolis. We'll come back with the fourth quarter as you're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. You're listening to High School Basketball presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 
We head to the fourth quarter, the final eight minutes of regulation here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as the Providence Pioneers currently lead the Central Noble Cougars by a score of 44-31. Michael McIntyre, Justin Kenny, happy to be with you here on this gorgeous Saturday afternoon. And Justin, we talked about how time can become the enemy for Central Noble, and this is indeed the case. Eight minutes to make some stuff happen. Yeah, they do. Haven't been able to get it within single digits here this half. And I can imagine you can start seeing Central Noble defensively taking a little bit more chances, trying to... Uh, jump in the passing lanes, maybe get some steals and get some transition buckets is uh, what they've done so far hasn't worked. Logan Gard back in the, or no, he's not back in the game, excuse me, still on the bench, but uh, Sam Asesian trying to fire, the, fire this team up coming out of the break here. And uh, this is it, eight minutes for Central Noble to make something happen. It's interesting that Logan Gard is not still on the floor for the fact of, as far as big guys go, he's still basically playing with zero fouls, which that's one thing that overall Central Noble can be in favor of. They played a relatively clean game, not a lot of guys really in foul trouble. Yeah, and he's the guy that's been able to find some consistency offensively, a perfect 4-4 from the field. Providence will control things to start things with the fourth quarter as they get possession of the basketball in favor of the possession arrow. Inbound it comes, Cade Carver brings it across the timeline. Carver sends it to Casey Kalen, who is back in the lineup to start things here in the fourth quarter. As Connor Asijin really picking up the pressure, almost picks the pocket of Tyler Simmons. Simmons keeps control of the basketball. Good help there is there. Now, Ryan Schroeder comes up with it. A nice steal and a basket on the other end of the floor. That's what I mentioned. Taking some chances. Some increased pressure. Central Noble able to get a turnover and an easy layup. And meanwhile, Central Noble's got to get back on defensive quick. That's where Providence had has had dividends paid on them all day long is how quickly They've gotten on the other end of the floor. Back on offense, they have it. Cade Carver now lets things slow down a little bit. Works between the circles. Goes right side to Casey Kalen. Kalen down low to a man who's wide open. Deep shot taken from Max Beatty, who can't convert from 13 feet. Battle for the basketball, and a jump ball gets called. And that will send the basketball back the direction of Central Noble. You know, the bad thing was you let uh, allowed another offensive rebound, the 10th of the game for Providence. But at least you were able to tie the ball up. And with the possession arrow your way, Central will get it. They now have an opportunity to close this game to within single digits for the first time since the second quarter. Two starters returning to the lineup. Connor Lemon and Logan Gard check back in. 7.04 left to go fourth quarter. Central Noble still trailing by 11. 44-33. Battle for the basketball. Ball is going to go out of bounds. And it's going to go back the direction of Providence. And Ryan Schroeder is all sorts of frustrated with losing the basketball out of bounds. Well, that was Connor Asijian initially trying to split a double team. And that's just him trying to do too much. And uh, lost his foot trying to break through the two defenders and Ryan Schroeder tried to save it but it was too late. You talk about trying to take some chances, there's taking chances but there's, there's also still trying to just be patient with the basketball and Connor Asijin trying to rip the ball out of the hands of Grant Williams and I think they're going to hit Connor for the foul on that one. Yeah, it's going to be his third just trying to tie that ball up a little bit a little bit too aggressive there by Connor. Connor Asijin going to be hit with his third foul of this contest and Providence will inbound it with 6.50 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Kalen looks for a man to get it into. He gets it into Beatty. Beatty goes back to Kalen. Kalen for three from the right corner. Shot up, shot no good. Logan Gard battling for the basketball. Oh, that's a tough break. Phenomenal play by Williams. Williams was trying to battle it with Gard. Williams tosses the ball back in. It goes off the feet of Logan Gard. So technically on the out of bounds, it's off the hands of Gard and Providence gets the basketball back on the inbound. Providence is playing so much tougher and harder than Central Noble. They bring the basketball back in. 6.35 to go here fourth quarter. Providence gets it to Carver. Carver dribbles it, finds... 
the likes of Kalen. Kalen with the left side laying up and good. You know, you get a stop. If you get a rebound, you can cut the lead further down from nine. Instead, now you're down 13. Casey Kalen with 12 points on the evening. And there's a big three for Centenoble. That's the offensive help that they've been looking for. As Connor Lemon, I believe, draws the big three. Indeed, he does. That's his first score of the evening. Big three there from Connor Lemon. Lemon needed that in a big way, and that's going to definitely be some offensive help as the lead's back now to only 10. And just the second three-point make of the night for Central Noble. Central Noble has struggled offensively from behind the arc, hoping that changes here in the fourth quarter. Other end of the floor, Kalen with a wild floater from about nine feet off the backboard, up and good. And that kid's feeling it right now. That's 12 points now, or 14, excuse me, off-balance shot. Connor Lemon, other end of the floor, tries to find the hot hand again. Shot from behind the arc. This one's short off the front of the iron. Rebound Providence. And Providence will come back down the floor on offense as they get somewhat crossed up before they get across the court. And a foul is going to get called. Sam Asijin going to get hit with that foul for Central. I believe that's his fourth. Indeed, that's his fourth. A tough break there for Sam Asijin, who he's got four fouls, but he's been at quality minutes in this contest. Yeah, he's done some good things, but unfortunately, you know, as we go into the timeout, you know, that charge that we expected Central Noble to make here early in the fourth quarter, Providence weathered it. Sam Asijin really the only player as far as Central Noble, though, that has any kind of foul trouble. He plays with four, but the rest of the team playing with three or less. Five and a half left to go in this contest, Justin Kenny. It's almost like you did just got to start taking more chances yeah. and just you've got the fouls to give you might as well body up on your guy well another thing to look at two bench points and providence has 15 points off the bench central noble without a single contribution offensively at least in terms of points off the bench it's been a rough game so far as far as central Noble goes they're trying to find some magic here in the final five of and a half as they trail by a dozen 48 to 36 is our score as 529 is where the clock stopped after central will called the timeout as right now as John Bodie just trying to come up with something offensively and it it's not that Central Noble has had bad shots they've been able to take it's just that the continued plague of just getting those shots to drain is where their issues have been yeah definitely and you know after that hot start Providence now shooting 50 percent so they've cooled off but Central Noble hasn't been able to heat up and, and, and really climb too much further back in this game after that first quarter. Jaden Johnson puts up the free throw. Shot no good, and Central Noble comes up at the basketball, but a whistle on the rebound. It's going to be Beatty, our Williams, on his third. Indeed, that is Grant Williams. That's his third. As Williams has put in a quality day in his own right, he's got 13 points into the scoring column so far. So Williams with three, back to offense. Central Noble will come. 5.29 left to go, fourth quarter. Lemon picks up the basketball, and the clock starts once again. Lemon looks for somewhere to go. Gives it over to Sam Asijian. Back to Lemon. Lemon looking for somewhere to go. Dribbles it. As you can see, them trying to find to work it into the guard, but guards has been shut down all day long defensively by Providence. Schroeder to Sam Asijian, to Connor Asijian. Floater up from seven feet. Shot no good. Guard battling there for the rebound. He gets a touch on it. Schrader saves it from going out of bounds, but unfortunately, Providence is there for to pick it back up and back down the floor. The Pioneers will come. 
Other end of the floor, shot is up and good as Casey Kalins. Major J just continues as he had a wide open right side layup and it goes up and good. And the Pioneers continue to lead it this time now by 14. 50 to 36. Shot up, shot no good from Connor Asijan. Logan Guard biding up, just ripping the basketball out of the hands of Grant Williams and a jump ball gets called. Ball will go back the direction of Providence. Providence fans feeling it even despite 439 still left in this fourth quarter. They've weathered the storm from Central Noble to start the fourth. They remain up 14 points and quite frankly it's tough to see a path back here for the Cougars. They have predominantly led this game from double digits since the first quarter and they have kept the throttle down the entire way. 427 left to go. Kalen has it. Kalen finds Johnson. Johnson bounce pass down low. It's going to go to Kalen once again up off the glass up and good as Casey Kalen's offensive assault just continues as his hot hand is continuing to pick back up. Casey Kalen with 18 points on the day. 16 point lead matches the big of the day for Providence. Shot up is good, no good from Connor Lemon as that one was taken deep from behind the arc. And as soon as he let go of it, he was frustrated at how short he was. And another foul going to get called against Central Noble. Just starting to uh, to pile up now for Central Noble, a team that has not led the entire game. Down 16 with just a touch over four to go. And unfortunately, that's going to be the fifth foul charged against Sam Asijian, and he will retire for the day with no points in the scoring column as he fouls out. And we see Jackson Andrews coming back into the lineup for Central Noble as Sam Asijian will go back to the bench. But the good news is... Sam Asijan still has two more years of eligibility here for John Bodie and the Central Noble squad. As good playing time overall today for the 6'5 sophomore. He got to play with older brother Connor for what could be the last time. Other end of the floor. Shot is good from Casey Kalen, and he'll go to the free throw line once again. Casey Kalen, one for three at the charity stripe this afternoon. And he makes the second one as well. Correction on that, he's two for five today at the free throw line, so big day there for Kalen. Down the other end of the floor, Central Noble will come. Connor Asijan, 12-foot jump shot from the right corner, shot up, shot no good, battle for the rebound, Kalen comes up with it. And, oh, that, uh, that's going to be a rough foul, but Connor Asijan, I think he took a shot to the nose as he kind of hobbles off the floor real quick, and... Give him props for playing through it, but he took a hard shot in the face. Yeah, he did in the nose. And, uh, man, you, you know, Connor you know, just having to force things. And, look, we've seen Connor shut down for a quarter. We've seen it shut down for a half. But, you know, props to Providence for playing a complete four quarters of defense on Connor Asesian and this Central Noble team. Asesian with 13 points, but just four of 14 from the field. Shot is up and good from Casey Kalen, who makes yet another free throw on the other end of the floor. Central Noble, 13 of 35 shooting for 37%. They're 2 of 12 from 3 for 16%. They're 0 of their last 6 from the field. Kalen misses the second free throw. Is back on offense. Central Noble will come. 55 to 36 our score. 341 left to go. And there's another quick steal. This time it's at the hands of Grant. Like that Jaden Johnson who misses it. But the second chance putback is up and good from Quentin Hesse. Uh, all of a sudden this game is... 
Went way out of hand. 21 points now for Providence. The timeout comes with 3.31 to go here in the fourth quarter. Providence leads it over Central Oval, 57-36. You're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 to Fan and 100.9 FM. We all know ticks suck blood, but not just in the woods. Ticks can be almost anywhere year-round. Even though some are smaller than the head of a pin, they're big trouble. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So wear protective clothing and an EPA-registered insect repellent. And when you shower, remember, check for ticks everywhere. If you get a tick, tell an adult and go to ticksuck.org to learn how to remove it properly. Ticks suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. Ticksuck.org listening to High School Basketball, presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 3.31 to go here in the fourth quarter play in downtown Indianapolis as the Providence Pioneers have just put on an offensive assault all day long. As we were talking about how earlier in the game, they wanted to keep the game in the 30s and possibly the 40s, but they've just exploded offensively as they stand with a lead 57 to 36, Justin Kenny. Yeah, great job ball arm by Providence. They didn't shy away from pushing the the tempo when they needed to. You know, that quick start really set the tone in a lot of ways for both teams. And uh, Providence has been able to ride that the rest of this game. And Central Noble's been playing catch up and, you know, they just haven't been able to execute to the level to climb all the way back. And unfortunately for Central Noble, you're facing a 21-point deficit with just 3 minutes and 31 seconds left to go here in the contest. And if you're John Bode, you're kind of been scratching your head all game long. Like I said earlier, it's not that they have found bad looks. It's just that some days you just can't get the basketball to fall through the hoop. Yeah, and you know Providence's defense has had a lot to do with that. I mean, very rarely has Central Noble has, has had a clean look at the bucket, and you know half the time when they do get that, they're not able to knock down the shot. So great job by the Pioneers defensively to stymie Central Noble all day long. 3:31 to go. Central Noble will come out of the media timeout with the basketball. 3:31 to be exact left to play. The Providence faithful have been on their feet, standing and cheering the entire game, and they have just continued to rally the momentum that has been seen all game long for the team that's hoping to go back to their home along the Ohio River and try to hoist the trophy in their honor. Back to basketball we come on the inbound. Central Noble has it. Shot taken from Ryan Schroeder is no good. Logan Guard was trying to come there for the rebound, but he can't get a handle on it, and the ball is going to go out of bounds. As Guard... Got crossed up a little bit with Tyler Simmons. They're going to say it went off the hands of Simmons. So Central Noble will get the basketball with another chance here on offense as Schroeder will get set to toss it back in. In that, it comes to Logan Guard. Guard takes matters into his own hands, puts up a shot, knocks it down from just inside the arc. Guard now in double digits with 10, and it ends a 13-3 run for Providence. Been a rough quarter once again for Central Noble. There's some signs of offense and that's definitely what John Bode and his team wanted to see. Back down the other end of the floor Casey Kalen has it for Providence. Top of the key working with it. Left side is Simmons. Simmons goes, tosses it back to Carver at the top of the key. Carver hand passes it to Max Beatty. Beatty bodies up very well with Jackson Andrews but can't do anything with it. Instead finds Casey Kalen once again. Kalen goes right side pass to Simmons. Simmons holds it, lets some time run down in the right corner. Simmons dribbles it back out to the wing. Instead, get fakes his defender, dribbles into the paint. Instead, can't do anything with it as he's kind of stopped there by Logan Guard. And Providence will have to reset the offense to Kalen. Kalen takes matters into his own hands. Instead, tosses it back out. Gets it to Simmons. Simmons gets hit with a travel and back down the other end of the floor. The basketball will come. Well, Providence doesn't want to turn the ball
ball over, but then again, they ate up about 30 seconds on that possession. That's what the Pioneers are doing right now. They just want to kill the clock here, up 19 with 2.21 to go. Connor Lemon and Noah Shepard return to the lineup once again for Central Noble as it's to the point now where it's just getting some guys some experience and playing on the biggest stage the state sees every year. Inbound, Central Noble will come with it. Shot taken here from Aiden Drybilbus. How about that? A nice find there from Aiden Drybilbus who knocks a three ball down as he sees his first action of the game so far. Nice three here from the left corner from the likes of the six foot one inch senior forward. Other end of the floor, under two minutes to play. Providence doing a good job still of just running the clock down. They lead it 57 to 41, and a foul gets called. And that's going to be the first foul charged all game long to Logan Guard, who for his size has played a clean game all day long. Free throw line goes Grant Williams. Williams will set his feet. Williams with 13 points on the day so far. Puts up the free throw and it's up short. No good. As we're going to see Ryan Schroeder checking back in for Central Noble. He's playing out the string here, but uh, great to get some guys some playing time on both teams that wouldn't otherwise get some here on the big stage. Seconding his feet once again is Grant Williams who misses both free throws. So a little bit of help there offensively for Central Noble as they still trail by 57 to 41. Other end of the four shot is up and good. There's a nice shot made there for Central Noble as I believe Asijin gets 15 points now on the day. So still a productive offensive day for Connor Asijin. He's got 15 on the evening and a foul gets called once again. And a foul, I believe. This one's going to be against number 20. That's Noah Shepard. That'll be his second of the contest. Central Noble, a 7-0 run here over the last 1 minute and 39 seconds. And the best run they've had over the course of the of the game here. Dade Carver will go to the free throw line and shoot for Providence. No points on the day for Carver. As Carver will set his feet and take a breath. Clock stops with a minute 34 left to go fourth quarter. Shot is up. Shot is good. As Carver's free throws here might as well in many ways be icing on the cake as they lead it still by 25. Make that 15, rather. I can't do math. 58 to 43. Well, Second free throw is up and good from Cade Carver. Great job by Providence. Central Noble averages over 64 points per game. It sits here with a minute and a half to go with 43. 59 to 43 is our score. Three ball taken from Ryan Schroeder. There's a nice three ball made. Central Noble not done yet. They call timeout as another big three made there from Schroeder. This is the kind of three-point offense that Central Noble wanted to find early, but it's starting to come somewhat too late. You still got a minute and a half to do some stuff with it, but they're just now starting to finally find some momentum. <laughs> Could have used this two quarters ago. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, even even closing this gap to 13, you only have 83 seconds left to make something happen. As Central Noble will go to the timeout and take a chat about this one as they still trail it. By by 13, 59-46. We've seen miracles happen before, and this would be a right opportunity time to see one, but 13 points is still a lot to do, especially with the fact that Providence has still not really stumbled too much offensively, and Casey Kane is still having a banner day. Yeah, leading all scorers with 21 points. He's 8 of 13 from the field. You know, conversely, Connor Asijian with 15, but he's only 5 of 15 from range, or from the field. 0 of 3 from range, and uh, it's just, you know, to be honest, too little too late 
uh, for Central Mobile here. But uh, good to see some fight out of the Cougs here late. The other big thing that jumps out at me as far as Providence goes is off the bench. You can't say anything more for Quentin Hassey, who's put in double figures off the bench, and that's definitely played dividends as well for the Providence squad. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, 11 points off the bench and overall points off the bench, 17-3 to in favor of Providence. So the bench guys contributing for the Pioneers in what has been a, a complete effort both ends of the floor and throughout the roster here as Providence uh, closes in on its first-ever state championship in boys' basketball. Nice crowd still on hand here for this one as I see a couple of shirts for the second half of the doubleheader session here in downtown Indianapolis working their way around as the second two games as far as state finals are concerned here this evening in the PM squad. The Beach Grove Hornets will take on Mishawaka Marion in the Class 3A finals and then Indianapolis Cathedral's Irish will square off against the Chesterton Trojans in the 4A final. Once again, those are the two games that will take place in the evening squad here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse as both teams work their way out of the timeout. A minute 23 left to go fourth quarter. Providence still with the 13-point lead, 59-46, and will control the basketball out of the timeout. How about that 3A game? Another matchup between two teams that are making their first appearance ever in the state championship game, similar to this one. Getting set to toss in the basketball is Max Beatty. Beatty tosses it into Carver as Connor is sieging trying to pick Carver's pocket, but instead I believe is going to get hit with the foul, and indeed he is. It's going to be four on Connor now. And indeed is Sejan's fourth, and that will put Carver onto the free throw line once again. Two for two at the free throw line in his earlier appearance at the charity stripe here just a couple of moments ago. Carver sets his feet, first free throws up, and this one's no good. 0 for 3 at the free throw, or sorry, 2 for 3 now at the free throw line. Get a second crack at it as Ryan Miller continues to just tell the team to not let any pressure down. Second free throws up, this one's good. Carver 3 for 4 at the line now. As the clock stands with a minute 22. Central will come back on offense, trailing 14. 60-46 is our score. Connor Asijin controls it on the left wing, puts up a shot as he had to shoot around about three different defenders, and he puts up the shot, and I believe he got fouled, and will go to the line. Yeah, everybody in this arena knew who was getting the basketball there in that half-court set, and uh, despite the triple team, it was the, the big ball fake, and then getting the defender up in the air, and Asijin was able to do that, get to the line. Asijin will go to the free-throw line and shoot. First one is up, and this one is no good as they are going to charge the foul against Max Beatty. That'll be Beatty's fourth. And Asajan will go to the line once again. Second free throw coming. Connor Asajan makes this one, and he will get a third crack at it as he was fouled in the act of shooting behind the arc. Asajan with 16 points on the day. Make that 17 as he makes two of three at the charity strike. And he's had a pretty good day standing at the charity stripe. Believe he's seven up eight. But still going to probably not be enough as with a minute 15 left to go in this one, Providence still leads it by a dozen. 60 to 48. The Pioneers come back on offense as the Cougars will work now at a full court press and try to begin the foul session. Trying to somewhat stall the ball and stall the clock and trying to work the basketball back the other way. As that's going to be the third foul charged against Ryan Schroeder. That's his third. And it will put Quentin Hesse onto the free throw line. Hesse sets his feet. First free throws up. This one's good. 
Providence making just enough free throws here down the stretch to shut down any chance of a comeback by Central Nola. First appearance at the charity stripe of the contest for Quentin Hesse as he's one for one. He'll get a second shot coming. Second free throws up. This one's no good. Rebound in favor of Logan Gard of Central Oval. Back down the floor. The Cougars will come. Trailing 13. 61-48 our score as we hit a minute to go. Logan Gard. Deep free ball on the way. Shot no good. Central Noble comes back up with the basketball and the offensive rebound. Good rebound hustle there from Aiden Drive Bilbis who comes up with it. Battle for the rebound. Connor receives and tries to put up a shot and draws the foul. I know hindsight is is 2020. Hindsight's undefeated. But the way the Cougars are playing dirty over the last two, three minutes, you can make a case that this is how this team should have been playing since the first quarter, since after that 25-9 quarter. I mean, they're just attacking, you know, it's not beautiful, it's not pretty, you know, but, uh, you know, there's there's something to be said about how they're playing right now. Unfortunately, there's only 52 seconds left in this game. Grant Williams working with four fouls along with Max Beatty, also with four fouls as the foul there comes with 52.4 seconds left to go here in the fourth. 13 points and not a lot of time to get there. If you're John Bodie, I guess, I guess all you can do right now is just gamble on the somewhat questionable free throw shooting as far as Providence goes, especially from guys like Cade Carver. Yeah, foul the right guys or just foul anybody who's got the ball and then you know make your free throws. But uh, no field goals in the last 241 for Providence and Central uh, Noble has made it ugly. But you know you could say that that would have been the play uh, for most of this game if they would have committed to it. As far as guys on the floor for Providence, somewhat dangerous numbers as far as fouls are concerned. You have Williams and Beatty both playing with four. Kalen has three. Hesse off the bench is playing with two. And Carver only playing with one. But like I said earlier, Carver's the guy that you kind of want to put on the line. Carver's the guy that's not really had a whole lot of looks offensively today, but he's three for four at the charity stripe. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, when you look at uh, how Providence has been able to, to shoot from the free throw line, not pretty, 52% for the game. This is a team that shoots 62% from the line on the season. But uh, they've been able to knock down enough here uh, in the fourth quarter to really keep Central Noble at bay. Trying to come back out of the timeout, do something offensively. Will be Central Noble as Providence trying just to eat to the time off the clock. They're under a minute away from hoisting a trophy and taking a state title back down to the Ohio River. Providence 7 of 13 from the free throw line here in the fourth. Both teams getting set to adjourn out of the timeout as both Connor Resigen and Ryan Schroeder having a chat as they basically already adjourned out of their timeout just trying to come up with some sort of plan to come back and figure out a way to will to win this in 13-point deficit, something that's strong to come back from as Providence just trying to, like I said, finish this one off as they adjourn out of the timeout finally, and they will come back, and Connor Resigen will go to the free-throw line and shoot free throws. Asijin will set his feet. First free throws up. This one's no good. As that is just something that has plagued Central Noble all day long. Just 66% at the free throw line. Second free throws up. This one's good from Connor Asijin. As a couple of more substitutions going to be what we see here is Asijin is going to go to the bench, and we see Jackson Andrews coming back to the lineup as Connor Asijin likely done for the day. Ball goes out of bounds, and a foul, I believe, is going to get charged against Ryan Schroeder as that is Schroeder's fourth. 
And the other end of the floor, into the free throw line, will go Max Beatty. Yeah, this last 30 seconds has taken about uh, you know, five or six minutes. Beatty sets his feet with 50.3 seconds left to go. Beatty's free throws up, and this one's good. As I like, Connor Siegen coming back out. So head coach John Bodie playing a little offense-defense help here with he and Jackson Andrews. Second free throw is on the way and up. This one is no good from Max Beatty. Central Noble comes up with the rebound. And there's a quick steal on the pass from Ryan Schroeder. As Casey Kalen tried to pick the pocket, but instead the ball goes out of bounds. And Central Noble will keep the basketball as the clock stops once again with just under 45 seconds left to go. And I think you're going to see now wholesale substitutions here out of the Cougars. You've come this far, Central might as well get everybody the chance to say that they played in the state final game. And indeed, the wholesale substitutions come, and hubs come all around as Spencer Adams checks in, and Connor receives him. Going to hug every single member of the Central squad. As the Seijin going to finish off his high school career here today, and he just bear hugs John Bodie. And will call his high school career quits, and he will play up in Madison, Wisconsin, with the Wisconsin Badgers beginning next fall. On the inbound, shot up, shot no good from behind the arc from Isaiah Guard. Rebound in favor of Providence. Down the floor, Casey Kalen works with the basketball for Providence. And timeout called from Ryan Miller as Providence wanting to call one last timeout. And the celebrations are continuing to go stronger and stronger over on the far side of the floor from the Pioneer squad. Yeah, I feel he's going to reciprocate and get some bench players in to experience this moment here in the final 32 seconds. Special thanks goes out to everybody here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse for their hospitality. It's been a fun experience down here in our state's capital. Thanks once again goes out once again to IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig, which I had a chance to say hey to earlier in today's game. It was fun to chat with Paul for a couple of minutes and what the state puts on every year for its state tournament is an experience like no other as we once again like to say thanks to Commissioner Nidick and the staff here at Gamers Field House for their hospitality and their help and helping make today possible as we get set to toss the basketball back in. 32.3 seconds remaining. Providence controls it once again. Inbound it comes to Brian Wall seeing his first minutes of the game. Goes over left side to Charlie Scott. Scott tosses it back to Jackson Kaiser. Kaiser seeing his first minutes goes to Brian Wall once again. Wall backs off of the key to Scott. Scott looks for some more to go. Scott goes to Carter Lannon. Lannon gone back out to Jackson Kaiser. Ten seconds left to go and a bad pass. The ball is going to roll out of bounds. And I believe it's going to be Central Noble to toss it in with 9.1 seconds left to go. Inbound it comes to the hands of Aiden Drybilbus across the timeline. Deep three ball taken from Drybilbus. Shot's no good. Rebound by Providence. They'll let the time run out. And the Providence Pioneers are victorious. And they are 2A state champions by a final score of 62-49 to 49 over the Central Noble Cougars. The celebrations have begun over on the far side. It's all smiles, and Ryan Miller and the Providence Pioneers will take the 2A state crown back to the southern part of the Hoosier State. 
and hang the hardware down along the Ohio River. A big game and a big win there from the Providence Pioneers. From beginning to end, you know, it was a, a shock, I think, not just to us, Mac, but uh, Central Noble as well, the way Providence came out. And I think the game plan for Coach Ryan Miller was we're going to go out there and we're going to punch Central Noble in the, in the mouth and we're going to play a game that they're not used to uh, us playing, at least what they saw on film. They executed to, to perfection and then they held on the remaining three quarters and, and they deserve this win for sure because they played four complete quarters of basketball. We'll take this break and we will come back with the final numbers in this one as once again the Providence Pioneers are 2A state champs over Central Noble by a score of 62 to 49. You're listening to the 2022 IHSAA Boys Class 2A State Finals presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. If you're a veteran looking to file for your service-connected benefits to the Department of Veterans Affairs, don't go it alone. AMVET's highly trained service officers stand ready to walk you through the process at VA regional offices around the country, helping you to navigate the complex VA system free of charge. With new presumptions for Agent Orange exposure and other conditions, AMVETs can offer you the advice you need to finally receive all your earned benefits. In 2009 alone, AMVETs helped process more than 65,000 claims and appeals, securing more than $410 million and benefits. To find your nearest AMVETS service officer or to learn more, visit AMVETS.org. Using meth taught me everything about freedom, only not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash meth. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. We all know ticks suck blood, but not just in the woods. Ticks can be almost anywhere year-round. Even though some are smaller than the head of a pin, they're big trouble. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So wear protective clothing and an EPA-registered insect repellent. And when you shower, remember, check for ticks every. If you get a tick, tell an adult and go to TickSuck.org to learn how to remove it properly. Tick suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. TickSuck.org You're listening to High School Basketball, presented by Indiana Physical Therapy on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Michael McIntyre, Justin Kenny, back with you one final time here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in downtown Indianapolis as, unfortunately, for the Central Noble Cougars, the result the trip down here this morning to the state capitol didn't go quite as expected or quite as what they wanted, Justin Kenny, as they follow the Providence Pioneers 62-49 to in what was just a banner day offensively for Providence. We talked about pregame about how they were trying to keep this game low scoring, and instead Providence goes and puts 62 on the scoreboard. 62, and, you know, the difference was the first quarter, 25-9 to after the first nine minutes. 
minutes and after, or excuse me, eight minutes and after that, Sentinel didn't get any closer than nine points the rest of the way. It was a, a great start for Providence, uh, hitting shots defensively, stymieing Central Noble, getting out, scoring, 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 and and by the time Central Noble kind of the uh, you know recovered or tried to recover from that real initial punch to the face, it, they couldn't, and Providence was able to do what it needed to do for the rest of the three quarters. wasn't pretty, but they did enough to hold off Central Noble in the end. The big glaring stat is you look at the final numbers in this one is both teams were relatively balanced when it comes to scoring, but unfortunately that ugly number is just in that first quarter scoring where Providence came out and put 25 on the board early in this one, and they were able to just keep that main top. A little bit stumbling in the second quarter in regard, but they came out of the locker room and just continued to pour it on. Shot 70% in those first eight minutes, and uh, Central Noble was never really able uh, to overcome that. Four of 17 from three. That didn't help. Overall for the game, shot 39% from the field. So, uh, you know, when when you have such a struggle the first eight minutes like Central Noble did, you need to come back and hit some shots. And unfortunately, the Cougars never were able to do that consistently. Casey Kalen leads all scoring from either team here today as far as Providence goes. As he drops 21 of the day, so a banner day for Casey Kalen, the six foot three inch junior guard who's going to have another year to play down at Providence. And with a performance like he had today and the continued progress that he can develop in the offseason, we could potentially see Providence making yet another run here to this stage next year. It'll be fun to see what they have to accomplish down in the southern part of the state as Kaywin finishes the day with 21, Williams finishes the day with 13, Hesse finishes the day with 12, and they also had Carver with three points, Simmons had three, Beatty had four, Johnson had four, and Seabold had two. And as far as Sentinel goes, Connor receives it. He puts up 18, but it's a frustrating 18 to say the least. Yeah, he had to work for those 18 points all day long, 5 of 15 from the field. Asizian never hit a three-pointer in this game. He was 0 of 3 and 8 of 10 from the free-throw line. Uh, Providence was really able to make him work for every single thing that he accomplished. That goes for the entirety of the Central Noble offense. Everywhere they turned, there was a defender for Providence, and uh, their man defense was ultra-aggressive. Uh, it was very effective, took away all, all kinds of rhythm from the Central Noble offense, and over the course of 32 minutes, that was the difference. And of course, we talked about earlier, Siegen did have 18, but he struggled as far as from the field goes. He was just 5 for 15 from the field today, 0 for 3 from behind the arc, as they just shut down any chance he had from behind the arc today, as he only took three attempts. But the good news is for Siegen, he was 8 from 10 for the free throw line, and that at least helped keep Central Noble somewhat in this game. So like I said, Connor Siegen finishes the day with 18. Ryan Schroeder finishes the day in double figures as well. He had 12 points. Jackson Andrews had 3. Carter Lemon had 3. Logan Gard struggled somewhat to start the day off offensively, but he did finish the day in double figures with 10 points as well, but he was hoping for more as down low in the paint, Logan Gard just got shut down for a good majority of the first half. Yeah, he did offensively, had a lot of struggles, and I think he struggled with Providence's quickness on the on the defensive end. I think he was beat multiple times, and that's kind of why we saw him on the bench at times in that second half. So, uh, as good as Logan Gard was in, sp in spurts on the offensive side, he, he was a liability at times defensively. Gotta give an attaboy, though, for something else as far as the scoring column goes. We mentioned everybody, but gotta give an attaboy to Aiden Drybell, because he checked in right towards the later stage of this game, right 
right before it was over. Comes in, hits a big three, goes one for two of his shots, and he gets a three-pointer mention in the state final. Good good going there for Aiden Drybelvis, the six-foot-one-inch senior forward, coming off the bench in the late stages of this one. Yeah. So It was all around a great effort by Providence, good experience for Central Noble, but of course they expected more coming down. And this is why we play the games. You looked at these two teams on paper, and you said Central Noble decided edge in all facets. Instead, Providence came out, executed, did some things unexpected that uh, confused and stymied Central Noble. In the end, it's Providence going away, knocking off the Cougars. Once again, your final score here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. The Providence Pioneers win this one 62-49 as the Central Noble Cougars do take their chance to get their moment in the sun on the floor as they get their runner-up medals and their photo opportunity with the various dignitaries from the IHSAA and what was a valiant effort in a only three-loss season to get in route here after today. They only had two regular season losses, and the only other game they lost all year, unfortunately, was here today. Yeah, it's a, it's a unfortunate ending to the season here at Central Noble, but what, what a season overall for them. Uncharted territory in a lot of ways, and uh, unfortunately, they end it with a defeat. Connor Asijian moving on, but some great accomplishments for this group under Coach John Bode. Connor Asijian will, like I said earlier, he will play his next game of, of scored basketball for the state of least. He will head to the University of Wisconsin and play his games up in Madison at the Coles Center beginning next season. But for head coach John Bodie, he'll head back to Albion and they will regroup and try to possibly find a roadmap to get back down here next year. So definitely congratulations goes out to the Central Noble Cougars in that regard. A great senior class here with Central no- Noble buoyed by, by a CGM, but guys like Logan Guard and losing Ryan Schroeder. And uh, there's some pieces for sure. Jackson Andrews and Connor Lemon and Sam Asijian. But uh, this core group of seniors, it's going to be tough to see them go. So that's going to wrap things up for us here in our state's capital. As once again, your final score, the Providence Pioneers defeat the Central Noble Cougars 62-49. to Once again, want to thank everybody here at Gamebridge Fieldhouse for their hospitality here through the duration of our stay here in downtown Indy. want to set, once again say thanks to IHSA Commissioner Paul Neidig for his hospitality as well here today. And congrats goes out to the IHSAA in another successful run with the tournament. A couple of years ago, that little thing called COVID kind of ruined the experience to getting here, so it's good to see everything here in downtown Indy back in full force and everything starting to kind of come back to normal in that regard. Great culmination to the season here uh, at uh, Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Still got two more today, Class 3A and 4A. It's going to be fun games in the PM sessions. We wish all those teams the best of luck. Once again, your final score, the Providence Pioneers win over the Central Noble Cougars, score of 62-49. to 49. Podcasts by Federated Media.